This is Corn Stars, part of the Herpetoculture Network, with your hosts Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics and Chris Painshap of Badlands Herpetoculture. Enjoy. lot of bodies here yeah but, uh, a lot today there is but we're all here because this is episode 14 of corn stars which is brought to you by blackboxcages.com right above chris's dome there uh, you know as he's like rocking back and forth underneath it uh check them out facebook instagram go on the website shop around use code thn at checkout get a little bit shaved off your total save yourself a couple bucks uh, and then once you're done with that, you go over to SilentHillReptiles.com uh, or follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Stay in the loop with what JT and Mindy are doing. They're, they're, I don't know exactly what their plan is this season. I know they put some stuff together. But, uh, bangers on the way. So. Oh, yeah. Always. Uh, yep. <clears throat> Like I said, a lot of a lot of bodies here, uh, as usual. Joined by Chris Painchad, Badlands Prediculture, Alex Horvath of Keystone Corns, Mr. Mike Kasicki of MK Colubrids, and Chris Gonzalez of Black Snow Reptiles. And on Morph Market, Coastal Colubrids. That's right. Coastal Colubrids. Okay. Only on Morph so far. Also bangers. It's been an absolute full house. Little round table right here. To be awesome. If you guys kind of see me looking around and doing things, because I'm I am in the snake room and there's yeah stuff kind of all over moving around. So <laughs> I got uh, stuff I'm, I was going to feed tonight too. They're all looking at you, angry and upset, ready yeah. to eat. They're they're all kind of like, okay, we're ready. Yeah, that's literally how all of mine are. There's so many eyes on me right now. <laughs> <laughs> mine better be looking at each other right now. <laughs> I hope we get some, some, some scenes any, in the background. Any action going on yet, Chris? Yeah, uh, quite a few locks out of the corns. Um, big, you know, big chungus. Her and my uh, Silent Hill Caramel uh, Miami have locked up four or five times now. I keep throwing him in there. He just he loves it. Uh, he just goes down likes likes him a big girl, uh, and so she's looking good. Um, a few locks out of my Ultramel Motley Tessera to Amel Motley Unknown Heads. Uh, now, the, the heads on the male were uh, Het Anary. So I've had a couple locks from them. I've had, I actually, so I had the reverse Okatee going to, uh, I had that really beautiful fluorescent reverse Okatee that was going to go to my Caramel Miami male. Mm-hmm. But because the big girl came over here, I'm putting him to my. Honey, uh, son of or daughter of Hannibal, and I've seen some good action out of them as well. And then to this girl, so now my Ultramel Motley Tessera boy is going to the fluorescent reverse Okatee. So, and I've seen some good action out of them, so I'm excited about that. So maybe I can get some ni- nice Okatee influence on some uh, Ultramels, uh, which would be delightful. And he's also the one that sometimes throws those kind of buff looking animals. And he's an SMR animal, so there could be the, the, the chance of there being buff in there. Uh, as far as charcoals, uh, Mr. Gray is going after the pewter girl. 
and uh, his his blood red girl that he's paired up with the last few years. They kind of do the same thing they always do. He's a little bit of a shy snake. Uh, and then my kind of yellow-headed anary boy, who actually came out to join me today, he's, he's hanging out. Uh, he's going back to uh, that snow girl that I have that kind of shares that same yellow. Yeah. That yellow head. <laughs> it doesn't look like an anary. Yeah, that's just... No, it doesn't. Wild. It's so wow. weird. Nice. It's so weird. Uh, but yeah, he, he's been hanging out with that snow girl. She's actually in shed, so I, so I pulled him apart. Uh, he just gave me a nice, perfect shed. Uh, so we'll see what they do. And I, I think I'll have good luck. Uh, a few of the pitch opus, uh, Jan and I, a few confirmed locks. Um, Chinese beauties are looking good. The females getting real thick. Uh, I didn't see any locks with them last year, so I'm kind of just letting them do their thing. And then, uh, all the cold stuff is out. It gets its third meal tomorrow. I actually have a note on my thing back here. It says final feeding before pairing is tomorrow. Uh, so I'll feed everybody one more small meal. That'll be three meals every three or four days or so. And uh, I'll start pairing Thayrai or Leonis and uh, Alterna and Baja Kings and stuff like that. Uh, and I've already got my uh, <clears throat> Vertebralis, my Pichiopus Vertebralis together. Uh, so we're hoping, hoping good things come out of that. Definitely. What about you, man? Uh, so I put the Blood Red Pied with uh, that ghost tester girl and they've been cuddled up pretty much 24 seven ever since. Haven't seen any definitive locks. Um, nice. Put the Castania Motley male in with the original ladies Island female. She's, she's on the tail end of a, of a shed cycle. So I'm hoping once she sheds that maybe that'll kick things off. Um, and that's it right now. So I'm, I'm thinking I've been, as far as the Bairds go, I'm I'm leaning towards the putting the hypo in with the Loma Alta female. Yes, yeah. I'm thinking that's the route I'm gonna go. Um, and then I have that het sunkissed male that I got from Crystal Colubrids, and I thought about putting him with that other Beaufort County. Is, is that the one of those really thick mortars? Yeah. That thing's gorgeous. Yeah, he's he's a it's nut job. But if that other animal ends up being female, which I need to I need to just send a shed or something and get it tested just to save myself the confusion. Um, then I think that'll be a nice pairing as well. I think those are those will go well together. So maybe yeah. that it just depends. I mean, I mean, it's completely dependent on that that snake being a female. So. Yeah. I, uh, I did decide um, my Ultramel Motley Tesser of Boy Head Anary to go back to the mother of this guy um, because you have some babies from these, those, that pair. Yeah. Uh, Dude, that Ultramel Stripe Shed. Yeah. And like that yellow is creeping in hard that on the neck. This and then that, that snow that I got from you, his yellow yes, starting, the snow. To, starting yeah. to kick off, like starting to get out of hand. Is any of that 2022 stuff? Yeah. Okay. So the 2022 stuff, I didn't do that pair. I did this guy back to his mom. So, so I, I have, don't know. I have four, three of the snow tremels that you sent me. Mm-hmm. I have the stripe, and then I have just sort of the, the snow tremel that's het for some stuff. So okay. that stripe was a female. One of the other uh, 
Snowtrammels is a male, so that pair I'm keeping because I'm, I, you know, that stripe. I want to do stuff with down the line. Yeah, I absolutely. Keep them together. And then there's another one that I think is a female, and that one's been on Morph Market, but that's one of those ones where if like it doesn't sell, like I have no issues with it. Just here, say, so. yeah. <laughs> uh, so he probably fathered that. He did two clutches last year. Last year he went to a, uh, hey, he went to a uh, Red Factor Ghost female uh, head stripe. And she's had Sunkiss, so I wanted to prove out the Sunkiss. And then he went back to his mom, who's also had Hypo Sunkiss. Uh, she's Anary, had Stripe. So that's why there was a lot of Striped Ultra Male, because he's had Ultra. So both of them were had Amel. So I got a bunch of Ultra Males, hmm. which, was, which was fun. So, yeah, switching up the pairings a little bit this year, but going back to the clutch to reproduce what the same clutch that made this guy uh, to hopefully make another one or something similar. I'd love to get a snow. Uh, if, if I could get a snow stripe from that clutch, uh, that'd be great to, to hold back. <clears throat> Alex, what's new up your way? Uh, nothing too new. I got my two pairings what's, down. What's new friends. down there in PA? <laughs> yeah, down here in PA for all of you north of me. Um, I got my two pairings done to my friend Alan over at Rock Creek Corns. We got um, his Coral Snow Motley male paired up to my Snow female and my Ultramel Blood Red female. So I think we have confirmed blocks with the Ultramel, suspected blocks with the Snow. So hopefully looking at some nice, because she's had Annery, looking for some good Red Factor Ultramel Anneries had for Blood Red. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Yep. That's good stuff. I'm looking forward to that. And then, of course, we'll make some Coral Snows, Hat Motley, Hat Diffused. Yeah. Also very good. So, and then if she... Last year, the pairing I did with her was to a Reverse Oak, and we threw some Ultramels and stuff like that. We threw uh, Amels. Um hoping that the reason they're very red is because she's red factor but that might also be because it was fluorescent reverse oak so if she is red factor maybe we'll see some salmons that'd be cool yeah so i love it i love red factor yeah, yeah. me too you know Such all the good... variations of it and it does so. yeah it does really neat stuff with certain certain combos it needs to all get put to Castagna. <laughs> all of it. Oh my gosh. That that would be an awesome Castagna. Do a do a hypo red factor Castagna. Yeah. Do like a a, a ghost Castagna with the with the red factor Ooh. thrown in there. Like that that red factor um is the Annery you got at Daytona. Like so see that if the red factor bad. stays in that upper third of the snake and leaves, yeah. you know, the last two thirds. Uh, see what it well, does. What do, you, it what do you think it would do to mandarins? That would be I, I, think you get, I think because I don't think you get the uh, you'll get the red. I don't think there'll be any red in a mandarin uh, that's got mm. red factor. I think you'll get increased saturation on the orange. Okay, that that's but, what I was thinking too. But then. Yeah. So what I keep trying to think of is 
what would buff do to that and what would red factor do to that because yeah. would i get a deeper orange with red factor yeah and would i just get like a almost het caramel looking like with the buff would the orange just kind of be brighter not deeper it's just yeah, yeah. you know well, i think I'm it'd be interesting because castania is already kind of like a washed out sort of look to it i feel like yeah. buff would only would only extrapolate that and then there's well, sun kissed on top i think lee abbott had buff mandarins at his Did table he? yeah he had so much okay. stuff i don't even remember <laughs> and he's got like a lot of really cool combinations he's got stuff that you didn't really think would work and it works well, uh, when my friend produced out his mandarins he sent me the picture of them day one straight out the egg and i was like those look like snows and then he's like wait for the first shed <laughs> yeah. so my question is like if I let's say I could put buff or red factor into that project, how long would I have to hold them back before I'm like, this one's buff or red factor, right. this one's not? Like, would yeah. I ever even know? Then what Welcome. would Motley do on top of that? Welcome yeah. to keeping Condros. Good luck picking <laughs> hold next. Well, well, that's like this guy. This 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 little yellow-headed gem was a perfect anary stripe with stripes still for like two years before he started getting that. Maybe a year and a half before he got any yellow. So, I don't know. I literally have no idea how any of this works. I make it all up, right? I just... I think he just throws darts at boards, and that's just what, what he lands on is what he picks. That's what goes pretty, together. Yeah. Pretty sure everybody's just making it up as they go. I, I think I think putting buff and red factor knowingly, and, and I say knowingly because there's sometimes, like a situation like this, where we're not entirely sure what's going on, but we think maybe something like that is buff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, this this has the representation above, uh, but maybe it's just a really nice anary stripe. Um, Could be. So I'm not knowingly putting anything into anything, right? I'm trying to find out what's going on by pairing similar animals, and I may just be looking at a selectively bred trait uh, that is a happenstance in this case, and then I'm curating it through pairing. Uh, so so knowingly taking something that's red factor, knowingly taking something that's buff. Uh, and taking it from a simple genetic animal, possibly getting an animal that is only buff, or maybe like an AML buff, or you know something like that. I think Mike actually uh, donated an AML buff uh, from from uh, Joe Phelan that mm-hmm. produced it, produced it. Uh, that animal is like a very good animal for test breedings, right? Like, let's take this AML buff and put it into a few things, and and skip. You know, we're gonna have to wait a generation. Let's see what we start getting. Uh, and see that, that snake looked like a normal light colored amel you know when it was born i, I had no idea what it uh, was really going to look at because it came from that killer miami okatee female that yeah had mm-hmm. with a regular it might have been a buff male so i, I didn't know what was going to come of it it wasn't and that's that's the thing with a lot of these clutches you've got to wait the first year or so to really see what they're going to look like mm-hmm. and it's you tough know, to feed a lot of little mouths <laughs> it is well and yeah if it, I, it is yeah <laughs> If I remember correctly, Chris, with that snake that you're holding right there, yes, sir. its sister or the parents were both also very high yellow. Uh, the mom has almost no yellow. Uh, okay. She, she is like devoid of yellow. Um, and then the dad, uh, he's a uh, ultramel. He's not, I keep, I'm going to say this many times. Ultramel motley tessera and anary. Uh, but it's a striped motley, right? So like it's motley. Okay. Uh, it's, it's dominant motley, but head stripe. Um, yes. And he is very yellow. And he, he came from SMR like 10 years ago. He's old. He's, he's huge, too. He's like four and a half foot long. 
uh, maybe four foot, but, uh, you know, he, he's been, he was, I, I've read him to many other things and not gotten what came out in this clutch or from this pairing. And then taking these guys back, this guy back to his mom have gotten some kind of interesting looking animals. That, and we, I've held some back and Justin's got some, uh, and, and my friend John actually has a couple. So it's, uh, I don't know. Uh, interested to see, but I, I, there's a chance he may be buff, but I've got plenty of animals that he produced uh, that I've held back that don't show any signs of that high yellow, uh, but from other females. So hmm. it's a funky, it's a funky one. It's just this pairing and they're completely unrelated. Uh, the mother was produced by Russell Southard. Um, and she's, she, we know her heads. She, she's had Sunkiss at Hypo. Uh, and then this, this definitely isn't Sunkiss, you know, similar effects and to some extent, but it doesn't have the breaking that would happen with Stripe and Sunkiss. It doesn't have any of the patterning that would happen with Sunkiss. Uh, and then the male, you know, and that's, and that's where, where we chalk it up to maybe this is just really, really a, a neat happenstance. And we want to kind of chase down that selectively bred. Uh, I was going to say, something you need to line breed for. Yeah. Sadly, his sister, who he's pairing to now, um, she's in shed right now, but she's, you know, that, she's snow, but she's got that same yellow. Same yellow. Oh, it was the down, sister. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You said this, him and the sister are very high yellow. Extremely high yellow, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Uh, so, and that's the only pairing he's doing this year. So he'll go to his sister and we'll see what that does. Hmm. And then I'm repeating the pairing that produced him because I wouldn't hate having a backup him. Uh, or making yeah. a female one of these, that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> so... Now, at what point are you going to try to bring in some new blood to that and maybe add in another gene mix or bring in something that you could produce out the possible Sunkiss? Because I know you love Sunkiss stuff. Yeah, I love Sunkiss. So I'm going to shake everything up probably next year uh, because I'll have more males ready. My, my thing is, you know, I'm doing a lot of like male to two females or male to three females, and I really want to get it down to where I'm doing male to female, right? I, either a pair or maybe a trio. Uh, that okay. way, each each clutch is more specific. Um, but this will probably him going to his sister. Whatever is produced there will have to be looked at separately. Uh, probably not going to go too much further into the inbreeding on that, just because the the, the guarantee of deleterious uh, genes, right? Like at some point, you keep inbreeding, inbreeding, inbreeding. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna find something that's not good or get bad fertility or. You know, I know people say nine generations, but let's maybe not go three or four generations in our own collection uh, without starting to out, uh, outcross it. So we'll see. That's another, you know, I took that Ultramel boy, that, that same boy that we're talking about uh, into that that uh, fluorescent reverse Okatee. And I kind of did it on a whim, uh, mostly because he's a championship breeder. But at the same time, I was like, man, if I can get any of this going on in Ultramel, in a in a stock standard ultramel with OKD influence, uh, yeah, I'm about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> that would be exciting. See, and wouldn't there be something to be said for like for outcrossing like that? Like that's where some of that maybe localities or wild type stuff is really important because if oh, you're not trying to yeah. add stuff into that mix and you want to keep it sort of focused on what it what it is. Yeah, and having something that doesn't have any of that weirdness in the background that maybe you don't know about—that's that's exactly it. And then see my my next inline problem is I want to be able to simplify this down to not 
whatever's going on with the yellow stripe, Anary, Het Ultra, Pass Het Hypo, or also Het Hypo, I'm sorry, he's also Het Hypo, because I produce Ghosts as well with him. And then Het, uh, Pass Het Sunkist, you know what I mean? There's there's so many compounds there's in too there. Too much going on in there. Too much putting going into on. a wild caught animal. <laughs> now I've got a normal looking snake that is, that is Het for four things, Pass Het for two, or, or something like that had three things, and it's like, man, well, why do that to yourself? Yeah. So if I could, so I could simplify it, simplifying it down will be the best, uh, the best plan. And it's also, this is like a, I hate saying it, but this is also like a pet project. This is like a project within my projects, right? Like I'm just excited to produce cool, cool looking snakes. But now if I kind of narrow down what's going on in this situation, and maybe him and his sister just produce animals that look like this, and I'm just stoked about it forever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's guaranteed a head, either head motley or head stripe, so I'll get motley or stripes. I have removed the tessera, which is another reason I paired him to his mom to prove out that he wasn't tessera because a striped tessera can kind of look like this. Um, so I so I pulled out tessera, which was which was part of the, the the calculation there. Now I held back a female that is similar that is tessera, but di- didn't end up getting that yellow one. Uh, she she ended up she's that kind of. Uh, more uh, monochromatic looking tessera and airy female that I've, I've shown y'all. Uh, but, but so that way I could put tessera back in if I want to, but it didn't get the yellow as it aged. Uh, so anyways, yeah. So I pulled that out. So I know I'll get snow tremels, right? Because I'm not going to get any regular snows. I'm going to get snow tremels. I'm going to get an I should get either motley's or stripes. We have to find out what she is. And then we're going to find out if, she held on to hypo or sunkist from the mom and hopefully find out if there was anything else. Cause he has already paired back to his mom. Well, I guess if she had sunkist, we wouldn't know. Uh, but because he definitely wasn't had sunkist cause parent to his mom, he didn't produce any sunkist. So yeah, super, super exciting complex genetics. It's too much. Mm-mm. It's like just enough, but I feel like if there was one more thing going on, I'd be like, I'm done here. <laughs> six is enough. Six six things is cool, but six yeah. is plenty. Uh, See, I, I used to make, uh, sorry, I used to make fun of the ball python people. Like once <laughs> once you got past four different genes, I just say I give up. It, it's a pretty snake, and now the corn snakes have become that. Yeah, you, you guys are blow, blowing my mind with the stuff you're making, yes. creating. I am. I am team simple. <laughs> yeah. And, and see, my, my, I, you know, keep going back to this guy because I really do like this guy. This is an Anery stripe, right? That's not, this is not, you know, the only thing we're seeing here is Anery and stripe. I want to get sun kissed into this, but I want to be able to make these. But the problem is, I want them all to look like this. Uh, and so that's going to be the, the, the refining of the project is so I can show people pictures of this guy and say, this is this guy to a female that potentially looks like him or is similar to him. Uh, and this is what their babies look like. They look kind of like uh, just a regular Henry stripe, but this is what you're going to get. Uh, so that's, but like you said, Mike, it, it starts compounding on itself and it's like, well, I want to get that out. I want to figure out how to remove that. So now pairing back to his sister, I should be able to lock in everything that I know is going on. And from the babies that I produce, be able to completely be sure, but it takes generations, right? Like, I have mm-hmm. I, the snakes that I bought from other people. I can't guarantee their genetics until I've started outcrossing and repairing them to other things. That's that's what we've just got to do. Yeah. That 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 one of the 
craziest things is that uh, corn saying that Eric has that apparently I sold him four or five years ago oh, because yeah. I bought it as a, as a strawberry, no, not a strawberry, a coral ghost. And okay. it did not turn into a coral ghost. And that I, I, that's the only snake I regret selling. And I'm so glad that it came around that he's got it. That's cool. Have you now started pairing anything up, Kasiki? I've got a lot of those locality corns, lo local corns together. Um, I had that, that little uh, lockup with the uh, albino ocates, but we'll, we'll see. My, my stuff breeds later because I do it. I, I don't brewmate a lot of stuff. I use the natural light cycles and dropping the room temperature and stuff. And that's actually what I want to ask you, Chris. What what temps did you hibernate your your corns at or brewmate? I'm sorry. Did you just use natural temperatures, or did you actually have a cool area for them? Are, are you talking about me or, or, or the other? Yeah, 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 Chris. Yeah. Um, I uh, I have an air conditioning system that goes in my closet, uh, so I brewmate at between fifty five and sixty, uh, sixty five okay. sometimes for the corns, uh, but I do a little bit a lot shorter, uh, mostly because there's a blaring air conditioning system in my room. I was going to say, you think the man with with het six gene animals is just cracking a window? <laughs> no, well, I can't. It was, it's 90 degrees in December. Uh, I think BMW's mapping out their, their engines with a pen and pencil. <laughs> Hell no, but, man. But no, I, I, I brewmate them in this, there's actually a closet in this room, uh, and I have a stand-up air conditioning system, and I vet, vent it to my room. It's kind of cool. It keeps my room about 78 degrees during the winter when it naturally cools down to about 69, 70. So my, my room gets a little warmer. Uh, and I, I use that to... Uh, feed heavy right so that's usually when i start getting you know i'm down to you know 20 30 animals in the room as far as snakes go and i start feed 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 feed, feed. uh but it's a little warmer so it's a little bit more palatable uh then all my cold stuff all my leonis alterna northern pines uh black pines which i didn't brewmate this year because i just don't want to bring them two years in a row uh anything like that that all goes to uh john's house where they're at 50 degrees for like four and a half months um, so I don't, I just, I kiss them goodbye and I save money on mice. Cause I think Justin and I get frustrated every, every winter because my garage is where I would put something, but the yeah. temperatures will fluctuate, you know, 50 degrees one, one week and it's 80 degrees the next week. And it's just that. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. The, uh, the, uh, air conditioning unit that I bought was five or 600 bucks. And it fits in the closet, and then I have a hose running out. And I put a—it's kind of—it's kind of cheapy, but I put a—I uh, put a blanket over over the door so that it. But man, it traps the temps in there, and it's it's worked for five years or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's also cool because then I take it in the garage when I'm working on cars and stuff in my garage <laughs> in the middle of the summer. I just run that out the out the door. And now I have a little AC system in the garage. Yeah. Awesome. So you how about, about you? Any, any uh, unnatural cooling? You do it all just as temps cool down, and yeah, I mean, I, I just don't have a. The temps just don't cool down that much consistently here. Yeah. So, so and in the, in the first, the first snakes I ever bred, I basically covered them up in darkness for about three months, and uh, the corn snakes, and they had that uh, they did just fine. So, like I said, my my stuff usually starts breeding in April and May, and then I'll get eggs in June, July, August. And uh, the, la the latest I had hatch out last year were Everglade rat snakes in uh, October 30th. That's, dude, my, my Everglades to stay in the room cohab year round. And yep. uh, that's, about the, that's about when mine hatched last year was sometime in October. Uh, yep. they, just, they, 
they don't brumate. They don't, they just, you know, natural light cycle. I feed them the same amount in the winter as I do during the summer. And they bred two years in a row and I don't see a reason why they wouldn't breed this year. Yeah. Uh, Everglades rats are great. I, they're, 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 they are awesome. Yeah. They're, as far as obsolete goes, they're a little smaller. They're a little, little easier to get started. I found mine were pretty, pretty damn quick going and they breed really easy and they're gorgeous. They're just insanely beautiful animals. Yeah. What other snake in the world gets that bright orange color? Amazon tree bows. Tell them, no, Justin. They, they, Ooh. That those, you can hold and interact with. <laughs> what are those spiky little vipers that are like neon orange? <laughs> Squams. Yeah, those things are cool. Eyelash vipers. Yeah, usually. Depending. Albino reverse OKT. That's what's up. <laughs> Christian, what's what's new on your end? Um, like I mentioned to you guys earlier, I got that uh one point one pair coming from Tony D tomorrow. Oh, so, that's, awesome. that's awesome. Yeah, so if anything, that'll be the only pair I would accept breeding because I've never bred before. So he did most of the work for me. The roommate is, you know, ready to go. He said yeah. they might even have locked up already prior to him shipping. So I might I may not have to do anything, just you know, one day. But uh but uh, lay box in there for us, see what happens if he's grabbing. Now, are those both had AMO? I'm sorry, I broke up a bit. I said, are they both had AMO? Um, I don't think so, honestly. No. Okay, so you're going to get it's buckskins, right? Yeah. Yeah. Those things are killer. Those things are smoke shows. Yeah, so if you guys need them, I got you. Yeah, I need them. Yeah. Just pay for the <laughs> Uh, that'll be that'll be cool. I, I hope they go. Uh, but even then, if they don't, that'll be something exciting to play with next year. Yeah, definitely. And that's the perfect thing to have in a collection of because uh, I know you have a diverse collection of different morphs. Yeah. It's a perfect thing to have for outcrossing, right? It's the perfect animal to grab and be like, all right, you know, I've, I've bred this, I've bred this, I've produced these, produced these. This year, I'm going to give maybe this female off. You know what? I'm going to take this male that's you know some killer male. I'm going to breed him to this buckskin female. And just you know, produce some some kind of outcross buskins. But now I have, yeah. now I have heads I can play with. Yeah, that stuff I get excited about for that that tying it into other things sort of deal. Like you know, I feel like I do nothing but beat this dead horse. But you know, like the the ladies island stuff, like plugging that into to other more things mm-hmm. and like seeing what it does to, to stuff, yeah. you know, two or three generations and whatever. And then like stuff like the buckskin, like I'd be doing the same thing, like buckskin to some of the ultra male stuff, like buckskin to Sunkiss stuff, like mm-hmm. see what, what it does, you know, just. Yeah. Ultra male is definitely something I want to get into, man. Cause I'm seeing some of these ultra male and they're fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Ultra males are, man, I probably got too much ultra male. <laughs> I have no idea. I've into ultra males too. I have a lot of Ultramel. Actually, that's pretty much how I based a lot of my collection around was getting an Amel version and an Ultramel version and just getting the pair. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to the Sunkist in Miami in my collection. Yeah, you have yeah, that yeah. one. Jesus that, Christ. That Wolfram Smith. <sighs> that, that thing is killer. Every yeah. time I see it, I'm like, damn it, I need it. <laughs> dude, it's awesome. It was, it was pricey, but I kind of had to have that snake, man. There you go. Dude, I feel you on that. Things a smoke show. This is an Ultramel Tessera um, girl. I've never bred her. 
I just don't know if I have something to pair or two yet, but I've held back a Tessera Amel. Uh, but yeah, Ultramels, dude, Ultramels are just great. They, I love that orange softness they get. <clears throat> and see, she's got a little bit of that yellow, right? She's got a little bit of that yellow on the neck. I'm trying to think of what I have right now. Well, if you breed Ultramel to Ultramel, you're going to get, get all kinds of. Right. No, you're going to get Ultras, AMLs, and Ultramels. The problem okay. is the Ultras can be difficult to tell that they're Ultras. Can't you tell by the eyes? Sometimes. Uh, Sometimes. Some Ultramels. Yeah, so this, this girl's Ultramel. And when she came out, she had the red uh, pupil. And now... Oh, she's trying to breed me. Oh, weird. <laughs> she's starting to do the twitch. Oh, I, bet, I wonder if she smells the, the boy I was holding. Uh but her she's eyes, ready, man. Put them together. No, yeah. I've never, I've, I've never bred her. She's one of my favorite snakes, and I, I just always kind of just had her. Uh, and she's from a different. She's from the same dad as the other one, but a different mom. Uh, but yeah, the man Ultramels have got that. There's there's something special about Ultramels. It, it's it's hard to it's hard to beat them, and, it, and it's really cool to pair into everything. I'm making all the Ultramels again this year. <laughs> I love the uh, Annery Ultramels. Snow Tramels. I like Gold Dust. Gold Dust are badass. Yeah. That's what this guy is. He's Blood Red, uh, Ultramel Caramel, and Stripe. Oh, that's awesome. So I got him. For, he's from VMS. This one's also named Midas, just like your yellow guy. Hey. Oh, his name's not Midas anymore. Uh, what did you change it to? Uh, it, it, I started naming all the animals that are having sex with their relatives uh, after the Lannisters from Game of Thrones. Oh, that's a better <laughs> idea. I like that. <laughs> because I was like, man, I'm kind of just like inbred on inbred and inbred again. And I was like, oh, man, y'all are all just Lannisters. So That's great. That's actually so, pretty good. So they I, got the, I got the pair of uh, Motley uh, Gold Dust from VMS, too. Yes. That, that tried to breed at a very young age in January this year. Oh, wow. Were those the ones that he was selling when he was uh, going out to business? Yep. Yeah, I thought about getting a couple of snakes over him, but I couldn't at the time. That was too. Yeah, they, they were dropping prices. But we go on pewters and stuff, and I'm, I'm kicking myself. Oh, yeah. yeah, the pewters, yeah. I was looking at that I, as well. I'm lucky I got my Ultraville pewters from him. Those were nice. Because I was looking, I was like, I was like, should I get the male or should I get the female? And then I was like, I gotta get both. I can use both. Why is this even I a decision? Just... Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Now when they now now when I see them like next to each other, because I'm like they look so similar that like I have to look at the head pattern just to tell them apart. But then as they grow, there's just slight variations. One's getting more pink. One has darker saddles. It's, I love them. Yeah. Man, I love it because that yeah. that little pewter I have from from Chris shed like that pattern is just fading and fading. Dude, those pewters are cool. <clears throat> Hopefully, I have like a most of a collection of charcoal tester uh, head diffused boy to pewter uh, girl looks promising. They didn't go last year. That was one of the pairs that I brewmated and didn't get uh, mm -hmm. didn't breed for me last year. But pewter girl's huge. She looks beautiful. So. I'd like I'd like to see a clutch out of them. I if I if I produce just a whole thing of pewters, I'd just be the happiest person on the planet. See, so you, you guys kill me taking a perfectly good blotched orange red snake and <laughs> making it striped in gray. Yeah. 
isn't that just the weirdest thing? Oh man, I never think about that. See, but I mean, like even the Cinder stuff is like that, though. Yeah, yeah. Cinder's awesome too. That's like a. Well, I picked up that. Uh, so I picked up the uh, Shatter, Amel. Miami lineage. I'm, I'm just gonna say Miami because that's what it was kind of coined as. So it was like a peppermint shatter. And uh, I got that this weekend or a couple weekends ago. And that's like a really cool looking animal. It's such a subdued weirdness to it. And it's a boy too, which is, is good. Uh, I'm glad that it's a boy. Uh, it's not related to anything I have that I know of. So that'll be, that'll be cool to play with. It's a quarantine forever, but <laughs> just like you. Right? Yeah. I sniffled like I, I sneezed like twice today. So now I've got to stay inside and not go outside and have cigars. But I'm playing with animals without gloves on, so I'm Keller was saying that he's gonna send you like a glitter bomb filled with pollen. He's probably gonna put no. you in the Oh dude, dude, it's so bad around here. My wife literally was in the hospital like two weeks ago because of her allergies. Yeah. Oh my god. It's so bad. You're gonna want to come down here then. Dude. No. Every road is yellow. surprisingly bad. With allergies, it's crazy. Yeah, dude, it's it's not good right now. I, I think it was the shortness of winter, right? Like winter was kind of quick and and, and, and harsh this year, oh, and damn I feel fine. like everything's just already blowing in, man. Everything uh, is. There was no yeah, winter there. Insects are already coming back too around here. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of mosquitoes and flies around. I'm just like, what the hell? Dude, the mosquitoes have been brutal here too. Yesterday, when I found that copperhead, man, I was like trying to like move this thing. The mosquitoes were just having a field day with my legs because they, you know, they were like, "His guard's down, get him now." <laughs> that was a pretty copperhead, man. Gorgeous animal. Yeah, that's that, was, that was, yeah, gorgeous. Jake was like, "Where'd you find that?" I was like, "You already know where I found it. The tin stacks that you always laugh at me for going and checking because there's nothing under them." <laughs> And I almost like I almost put the the tin back down because I like I lifted it because I did stacks now instead of single sheets. Yeah, that was the very last one, and I'm like looking around like ain't nothing down here. And then I look down the very end. Like I'm kind of glad that I I did because my next stop would have been a single or like two sheets that are pretty much right in front of that spot where it was sitting. Like there's a gap there under that tin where if I you know if I'd stepped there I probably would have would have been tagged. But I looked and did double take and I was like oh jackpot. The cool little yeah. snakes, man. Yeah, they're really, they're gorgeous. The, the, the I think they're pictogast for the ones we get here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Transpecos area are just oh my gosh! Yeah. Every time we see one, it's just it, it, it's it's yeah, I'm they're great. Dreaming yeah, of the day where I lift open those, where I lift up that tin, and there's a there's a corn there. Another Ladies Island corn. Just maybe you'll just like perpetually be plagued with a Easter a coral snake, snake Justin. At this point, I'm like, look, I've I've, re- I've resigned myself to the fact that I'll I'll never see a live coral snake again. Oh man, uh, you but, are. At, but at least give me a corn, give me something. Like, <laughs> That'd be cool. I, That'd I'm be a simple cool man. That's all I need. You're gonna find a coral snake eating a baby corn, probably. Oh my god, my luck, that's that's very likely. You'll find a you'll you'll find a, a, a Eastern King a Getula complex eating a coral snake, and he's just punching <laughs> while the coral is eating a corn. <laughs> There's always a bigger snake. There's always a bigger snake. Yeah. Is there anything on the morph wish list for this year that you guys are eyeballing or wanting to whether whether you actually do or not? What are you what are you wanting to put I, 
I want to add a diffused ice this year. Yeah. And get get some lava, more lava into my collection, and start on that project. See, oddly so, enough, the lava stuff doesn't do much for me, but the ice stuff, I really, really, really. That's like. what I'm saying. So what is I, ice? Ice is lava and anery together. Okay. You add blood red on top of that. They look like really nice pewters. I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little bit light colored. Because it's it's softer than a ghost, right? It's a, it's it's yeah. different from okay. Yeah. And it'll yeah. I believe they've been referred to as oh, there's some type of ghost. I forget. Be right Either way. I, either way, I, I, that's one of the ones I want to kind of add. I want to add some more uh, homozygous cinder to my collection, too. Yeah. Just almost anything at this point. Uh, even something that looks really nice het. Like, you can get some of those uh, just motley het cinders. Yeah. I have a total, like, that um, zombie head look to them. Yeah. I, I really yeah. like so. Uh, so I'm eyeing, eyeing up a lot of uh, Carol stuff this yeah. year I, I can't wait to see what she produces out last year i was super excited i wasn't able to purchase anything but this year i'll be keeping my eye she's got to have a wait list that's like that's like, that's what i'm saying <laughs> like, I'm when, always I, on that list. when i see her posting stuff on morph market i'm like how do you even have stuff to post like how does this every stuff fly off every show? time she posts like she she posted her pairings and i was like i can't wait to watch all these like i i wonder what you know I wonder who's going to get stuff. Like, I wonder how quickly it's going to go. And then it'll just be like, oh, it's on Morph Market. And then it's like, do I have enough in the bank? And then it's gone. And I'm like, oh, of course it's gone. Within like three seconds, I go back the next day, it's gone. Yep. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, got, I got four for Carol this year from the, her last breeders. Yeah. You got some of that weirdo. Yeah, that weirdo clutch. Yes, I'm excited oh, to see how those go. Yeah, me too. I want to. See, I got a female from that clutch. She seems to be fading already, but I definitely want to see how she is in about a year or two. Yes, I just I can't think of a a single person who produces, you know, the Tessera and Stripe stuff that's as clean as yeah, these, like, and these, and Miami stuff. Just yes. unbelievable. Yeah. I got a I got a Miami Tessera male from her this year. He's clean. Mm-hmm. There, there's like it's like the the sharpest whites in a non non color augmenting morph animal. She, there, she she's really refined. It looks great. Yeah, no no cinder. Yeah yeah. So what, yeah. Do, you, what do you think? Cinder caramel or thorn scrub? Y'all tell me. <laughs> <laughs> these these things definitely through, not red factor. It goes through a weird transition where she's changed colors like five times. But that's a cinder caramel from JT. Damn, nice. kind, of a, kind of a weird, like I said, weird, weird color transition. She had some gold in there; it kind of went away. Now she kind of looks thorn scrubby, and so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm stoked to see where this little one goes. So I was wondering about that a little bit because I was trying to find because I was on Ian's and I I kept looking up, you know, some of my ideas for projects is trying to get a caramel shatter, yeah, bringing that yellow back in. And I was wondering if Buff could do it, but then I was like, I think the Cinder just I don't think overrides Cinder and Buff it. Are, yeah, Cinder and Buff are probably not going to work together. Yeah, uh, C- Cinder just does so much washing out on the color, and then it has the whole. 
uh, kind of <laughs> the, the, the hypoheuristic thing going on. I didn't do that. Yeah. that was his internet. <laughs> but then, does, you does anybody get... have female cinders? Uh, yes, I have a female visual cinder uh, zombie line motley from uh, JT. Are, are they as rare to produce as what I've heard? I don't know. Uh, I have heard that that you usually produce uh, much less visual uh, yeah, females, like sex link thing or something. Yeah, uh, it may also be harder to see because uh, hypo. Uh, oh man, my brain just shut off. Hypoerythristic animals are just so much more. It's 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 there's a sex link uh, uh, visual to it usually, uh, and it's seen in other species as well that are hypoerythristic. So, I, and I and I know I I always call cinder hypoerythristic because that's what I think it is uh, mm-hmm. because it it's it looks exactly like every other every other hypo e on the planet yeah uh, and it has a visual head which you'll find a lot of hypo e animals do have visual heads that's kind of like leucistic and, 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 and palmetto right like palmetto is the leucistic corn snake mm-hmm. it just it just looks different there's obviously we're not it's not that but it has the same eye development issue it has the same visual head as almost everything that's leucistic has a visual head. Uh, there's a there's a lot of that going on. So, uh, but yeah, uh, Christian, was there anything you're you're looking excited about uh, adding this this year or on the hunt for? He's already on a roll with buckskins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's already he's already adding. I've been having no remorse this year, man. I need to calm down a bit, actually. <laughs> I told you months ago, you got to stop buying. We're not into the season. I told yet. myself that. I told everybody that, but. <sighs> Yeah, you can't believe me anymore when it comes to corn snakes. Every, literally, yeah, I told my wife, I was like, I'm done buying. I was like, I told Christian he's done buying too. And then it would be like, Christian buy another thing. It's like, he bought another thing. It's like, yeah. right, he's just going to keep buying stuff, but I really can't. It's a, it's a sickness, man. It's a sickness. Dude, I tell him. You, you, you got to jump on the good opportunities like that when they come available. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah, like when you're at Daytona and you're like, hey, Mike, there's a really cool red factory entry on that table over there. You should go check it out. I, I think I want to get it. Like, um, I'll swing back by. If it's still there, I might get it. I'll turn around the corner. And that fool's like, guess what I got in my backpack? <laughs> there, there are certain parts of what you just said that I did not hear at Daytona. All, all I heard was there's a really cool entry at that table. <laughs> it crossed my mind. See, the problem was, is like that was they had the two rooms last year. Yeah. And so like yeah, I didn't want to yeah. I didn't want to buy anything in the first room because I hadn't been the other like the main room yet. And I was like, I already kind of like honey was on the on the top of the list, just female honey. Yeah. And I made the the critical error of of sticking to that that gun too much because then you know you go by Tony D's table and see those ultras that he had and like and I'm just kicking myself. But I mean had I not found the other things that I ended up buying, like that red right. was definitely yeah. worth going back and looking at again. But I'm glad Mike Mike got it. Like somebody I know got it. Yeah, because in two years you may be getting those back to you. Babies, of course. What are you gonna? What are you planning to put that to? That that one that one that we got that yeah. I got. Oh, I, I got. Uh, I bought the two females at the show, a normal and that annery, and then after the show. I got two males to match. So I'm, I'm going to breed it together. Yeah, oh, yeah. They've, they've got a lot of hets in them. And supposedly that line is from uh, not Tony. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the fellow that he usually shares a table with. That, that Craig, wrote that book. Yes, yes, yep. yes. So they're, they're supposedly uh, 
Anery, uh, Amel, and stuff in there too. We'll see. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, man, Tony had those uh, sun kissed. He had a sun kissed female and a male sun kissed buff, and they were breeding size. Like you know, they, they could easily breed this year if we would have bought them last year at Daytona, and they were like appropriately priced. And I had already spent so much money. <laughs> I was like, oh man. And then, like a month and a half later, he posted them on Fauna or Morph Market or something. Yeah. And I still didn't buy them. Oh, I'm so mad. And then they sold. Congrats. Of course they sold. Uh, he has the a really high white um, AML buff, like from Buckskin. I think it was Buckskin Het Buff. Yeah. Buckskin Het AML 2 high white extreme reverse oak I think and the that's right, one yeah. the one male that he got from it that he always posts pictures it's I gotta just get my barky striped dolls. white white and orange white orange and i'm yeah. like what i need that he had these high white ultra males that justin was just like holding and like i also need these <laughs> <laughs> yes. they were badass they were yeah really nice. yeah I... oh. oh look at that pup yeah, exactly. <laughs> He has his red zeppelin on his page. That's crazy too. Oh, yeah, red zeps. I got uh, one of my friends is uh, hopefully producing red zeps this year. Sunkiss red zeps. Nice. Yeah. Sunkiss red zeps. Yeah. I've got the uh, my sunkiss and my red zep are doing good that I picked up at Daytona this year. I'm, I'm stoked on them. They're uh, it was had some issues with them. They're great now. Uh, I don't even look at them. Right. I just like they're they're eating great. They're not giving me any problems. They're they're. So they just kind of sit in their little tub and do their thing. And, mm-hmm. uh, See, that's uh, the Red Zeb stuff I like a lot too, but it's one of those ones where it's like, you know, it seems like it genetically, it, it doesn't seem like it has much of a foundation in terms of like strength. Yeah. So it's like, if you're, you know, we're talking about outcrossing, it's like the moment you do that, it's no longer technically Red Zeb. But that, that's what's cool about it though. It, it It's a totally original email gene that popped yeah. up. Not related to anything else. I, I I think that it's okay to outcross it as long as you're keeping it in true Okadi locality animals. Yeah, because <laughs> you know Howie Sherman and Tony D and, and Craig Trombauer when they started producing those, that was kind of their plan, and that's how they got the Sunkist into it. Because I think Howie Sherman had the original Sunkist that they found in the, almost the same area, and that's how they started producing that stuff. Well, I guess, so my question is, if you were to have a red zap and you were going to start outcrossing it just to different, you know, projects, let's say you're going to take it and you're going to throw it straight into, you, you know, your caramel snakes. Obviously, the pairings, I wouldn't be like, these are red zeps. Like, no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't label them. Yeah. But I would say, hey, you know, if somebody were to ask me, I'd say, well, the parent was a red zep. And that's where the email's coming in. Yeah. So you could, when you pair F1s back together, you could get something funky looking. If yeah. that email is completely different, you know, if, if anything pops up on it. They, uh, they they did prove out that's that is the the stock standard email gene, and then they proved it out with Ultramel as well. Uh, okay. But I, I like you know I, at first I was like, man, you don't take a, a Red Zeppelin and pair it to anything else. You just don't do it, right? 
If right. Red Zaps go to Red Zaps. That's go to Red always Zaps. the vibe I've gotten from it. And then now that I thought I've thought about it, I've slept on it. You know, I've, I've you know when I meditate in the mornings for for you know I, I was like, man, you know, but what if you took a really nice high red Red Zap male and paired it to a really pretty reverse Oak T Ultra male? And then I stop and go, these guys already did that, right? Yeah. And now I just say it was a reverse Oak T to a Ultra male Oak T, right? There's nothing wrong with saying that. You just cut the red zep out. Now, red zep is kind of the locality albino. And then when mm. it's paired to anything else, it's a gorgeous looking reverse okati. There's nothing wrong with that. And I, and I kind of stopped and thought, I was like, man, we just don't carry the red zep name. And it, it, it's not. And anybody producing red zeps is going to sell them as red zeps because it's a $300 yes. albino snake. You know what I yeah. mean? It's. <laughs> It, 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 it's it you know you're you're getting your money for your but the second you pair it, take a red set and pair it to an ultra melt you know, you're not selling you're not selling bucks a piece right? red set no it, it's a it, it's a it's a it's a hundred hundred I don't know prices on I suck at selling animals but yeah there's a there you know the you, the price drops because it doesn't have the ambiance it doesn't have the the that heirloom feeling to it the purity the, it doesn't have the purity. Yeah, but what happens when, you know, you have animals that are now, like, two generations removed from that original red zep, and then they look super different or unique, and then somebody goes, well, what caused that? And then you're like, eh, you know, red, you know, uh, yeah, uh, red zep from about, you know, 15 years ago, whatever. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, mean, I think that's, like, the point of I mean, good documentation and stuff. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. This is that's why I want to bring sort of the lineage tracking that that is so popular in condos. I want to bring that to the, the corns and stuff I'm producing because it's like, yeah, okay. So I have like I'll put it in terms of condos because apparently that's all I, all I'm good for and all I know. Um, <laughs> like any of the signal herp line stuff, which was Rico Walder. Like I have that lineage in some of my animals. But I'm not going to say they're signal herp line animals. Yeah. Could we go back and look at some things and say, okay, something interesting came out of, you know, A, maybe that came from the fact that there was that signal herp lineage in the back mixed with like some Vinsky stuff or whatever. Um, you know, I think that like, having it there and saying like, this could be why it looks the way it does is because. I had a lead, you know, not a lead zep, a red zep. Lead zeppelins. <laughs> so, you know, so in, let me ask you. At some point. Yeah. It, if we put that into terms of like corn snakes, like is that similar to how people are trying to get back to that old school blood red type? Yeah, that's that's a good point. You know, where people like uh, the, the, we've had, you know, years of generations of crossing different types of diffuse and blood reds together to where we now have like a weird split of old school blood red. And then yeah. we have like the new school. And, and it's kind of funny because I'm one of those people that calls my blood red old school blood red. Right. I, I kind of stop and think about it. It's like, why do I call my blood red an old school blood red? I mean, because it's an old school blood not? red. Yeah. Right. My strawberry, my strawberry diffused corn snakes you know, if you looked at them on, if you saw them on a table at a show, you'd go, oh, blood red. Yeah. But they came from SMR labeled as strawberry diffused. So I'm going with that. Yeah. And there's, you know, we, we, we can get tied into the pie stuff. There's, there's so many things 
that go back from stated lineage to, you know, what is a blood red? What is a diffuse? We know, well, we know that the gene is diffuse. We proved the gene out. We've taken right. diffuse and put it into, into to wild occurring corn snakes. And depending on the locality of those corn snakes, we get a specific look for the blood reds and a specific look for just a diffuse animal. And then, you know, excuse me. Uh, and then we pair that into a million different things. Uh, Leona's guys, uh, variable king snake guys have been doing this for years, right? Nerds. The, <laughs> they're the same thing though but you know i have bloaty line times vivid line times you know bobble line <clears throat> excuse me sorry guys i am dealing with these allergies pretty aggressively uh but you know i, I have, you have your different... epi pen with you <laughs> always always, 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 always. Keep, keep right here uh but the uh all these different lines of animals and people want to know when I'm, when I'm selling on the owners, they're like, Hey, you know, what's, what's the lineage of this animal? I'm like, well, it's a, a vivid line animal to a vivid times highland an, an animal. And, and here's the, you know, parents came from these people. So I track lineage on all of my variable king snakes to, to show people. And it's kind of, maybe it's because we don't have that constructive hobbyist <clears throat> niche in corn snakes. There's more people breeding corn snakes than there is any other colubrid, right? There definitely any other colubrid, potentially any other snake. Uh, maybe ball pythons kind of rival them. I think there's probably more corn snakes produced. Uh, so following lineage becomes very difficult. Uh, you know, little 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 Timmy goes to a reptile show, buys a corn snake, wants to be a corn snake breeder, and then the first thing that comes out of his mouth is, you know, what what do the parents look like, or what's the lineage? Uh, and, you know, even as I'm saying this, I'm, I'm, I'm conscious I'm thinking about it. You know, crested gecko and gargoyle gecko people produce a billion crested geckos, and they always want to know lineage. You know what I mean? Uh, when, I, when I sell something to a breeder, they always want parent pictures. They always want lineage of animals. So maybe well, it is something we need to work on with the corn snakes for sure. Some of the shows that I've been to, you know, I, I've been at tables where I've helped my friends sell, and half the time i know he doesn't get that question and you yeah. know i've i've heard some of the people go i you know i i kind of want to breed in the future and this is going to be like my new you know future breeder male or female and you know i i got i give it i give it up to people in my area they always are so good you know they hand business cards social media if you have any questions please contact me you know, um, they can, they have lineage. They know where it's at. Yeah. It's written down. If you ever get to that point where you're going to breathe, they can give it to you. But then Absolutely. what's the percentage of people that aren't going to do that? And what, what does it take for us as future, you know, current and future breeders to be writing down this lineage? And, yeah. you know, so in the future, when we know that, uh, little Timmy sets up his business and he has one of your, uh, Weird Annery yellow boys yeah. uh, paired over to a, a snow, and he's producing something brand new. Yeah, I think it's having sort of, now that we're, I mean, I'm kind of surprised this hasn't sort of been more of a thing in the, in the previous you know two decades or whatever, but like having those flagship animals mm. that we've talked about it before, like Hannibal is a good example, like yeah. you know that, that weird yellow male that Chris has there, like animals that, that definitely stand out. <clears throat> that people can look at and say, oh, yeah, I remember that one. You know, like, yeah, we see that with yeah. chondros a lot. Like, there's a handful of chondros that if you see their name on lineage, like, you automatically know 
some of them don't even necessarily have names. Some of them just have like a serial number, and there's guys that have memorized that, and they know exactly which animal that is. Yeah. Um, and like, I think, like I said, I'm kind of surprised that that we haven't seen more of that over the years with corns. Maybe it's just because people don't. They kind of get. They're mass produced. Not necessarily written people, off, but it just people don't think that it's worthy of of that amount of detail. Too many I guess people think about them as disposable, right? Yeah. They, they, they're. Ah, uh, yeah, I've got some corns. Oh, yeah, I've got some mandarin corns. Uh, yeah, I got those from you know, this person. I got them from that person. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I picked them up at a show. And they, they breed every year. I wholesale them. I get 25 bucks a snake. We're good but, like, go. Christian and that, that Walter animal, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. we all remember that animal when we see it. We're like, that thing killer. Every, yeah. Every single time. She knows. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Well, I, I think that's one of the things, like, because I'm still I'm still pretty new, and when I was starting to like get snakes for my collection, when I was buying from VMS, and I would go, "Hey, what's the lineage?" I he was copying it from whatever sheet that he has. He's like, "Here's the parents, here's all the hats." You know, it even had some tests like, "I've tested for this head, I've tested for this," and it was either a yes or no, like serial number right yeah. there. And I I still have all those. So mm -hmm. like anything that I got from VMS, if somebody goes. You know, oh, what are the, you know, what were the parents for this? And then what were the parents for some of the parents? I could, boom, right here. Right. Yeah. So. And that's that's one of the things I like about what Eric does, you know, and as, as, you know, sort of goofy as it might sound, like naming your animals. I mean, I named yes. Ryan. I think for the <laughs> sake of, like, you now, it's easier to build an association, like, with a, a face and a name, so to speak, quote, unquote. Yeah. You know, when you see Eric's postings and I see that he's got, you know, those castanias or, or that Mandarin female, mm -hmm. um, you know, when I see that name pop up and he's posting stuff for sale, that was, you know, Billy X, uh, you know. Um, Wait, yeah. And, uh, not Billy. Like, that's not an actual name. I'm just thinking of. Right. right. But, but Gertrude. that's like, that's I the remember thing, like... what animals those are. When I when I got some snakes from Eric the very first time, I remember the the first one that I got it. You know, I got the little note card, and at the top it said, you know, the snake serial number. Here's the you know visuals and the hats and the posets. And then over at the top corner, it just said two names. You know, name one to X to name two. We're, and I was we're proving like, our point because we can't yeah. remember. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, it was, mine was uh, Charlie to Buzzy, I <laughs> yeah, believe was the yeah. first one. And I then remember just going onto his Facebook and seeing if he had pictures of those two snakes and sure shit he did. And I saved pictures of them and I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Here's the, Oh, <laughs> and then I remember just being like, well, that's cool. I was like, you know, showing my wife, I was like, here's the parents of the snake we just got. Yeah, let, let's listen to what we're, we're talking about, too. We're, we're not talking about buying a random snake we think is pretty at a reptile yeah. show from some unknown person. I mean, you, you guys are all buying known commodities from known breeders. Mm -hmm. and it's the whole uh, quality in, and you're going to yeah. get quality out. And, and I think I think probably... how, you, how you positioned yourself, too, in terms of, like, I'm not just producing corns to sell corns. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, there's, so there's, like, you go to Daytona, for example, you know, you have your bigger sort of wholesalers, importers, whatever, and they almost always have some corns on their table. Like those are yeah. just their, their corns that are okay. They were sold as het for, you know, caramel, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you have guys that have 
like they're corn breeders and like they're like Eric that is focused on corns and like everything is very, very much intentional and sort of planned out and, and whatnot. And I think those sort of serve two different demographics in a sense. I mean, there's definitely going to be crossover. Like if I go to, a, you know, undergrounds table or something at Daytona and they have a really wacky looking corn that stands out, they're like, we don't even know what it is. <laughs> I'm probably going to grab it just out of curiosity. Yeah, like, look, let's see what happens, you know, but at the same time, I'm also going to go to Lee Abbott and see some of the stuff he has and be like, yeah, I need that too. But and see, I, I didn't know who that breeder was that had that annery uh, red factor. All I knew is like Chris and Jake were standing in my way of getting it at the time. They had nice stuff. Um, like, I, I didn't either. But, but it was, was so pretty. Embarrassed but, but when I got to Lee Abbott's table, I was like, crap, I don't have any money left. I wish yeah. I did. <laughs> And there's, there, there's, you know, it, it, it's kind of funny. We'll, we'll buy a snake from a specific breeder sometimes before we'll buy it from somebody else. And it could be literally an identical animal. And, and it's, there, there's, there's prominence to it, right? There's, there's this, 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 I, I, I love being able to say that I have animals from JT. He's my friend. He produces these animals. This is a, a daughter of, uh, of Hannibal, right? And, and I literally will, I, I don't promote these animals as such, but I, I think about them, right? I look at them and I'm like, this is a son, you know, I have a son of Hannibal. He's right here. He's right next to me. And it, mm. This animal is that, right? And, it, and, it, and it's cool to, I, I, I want, I not only want to have that, uh, I want to promote that, right? And I want, I want other people to feel that kind of right. same way. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and, it, and it's, it's across the board. That doesn't mean, and, and there, there's there's like an elitist thing that we can get into. That doesn't mean you can't go to a reptile show, see somebody that's got a table for the first time, second time maybe. They've got five corn snakes. That doesn't mean you can't buy from them or you shouldn't buy from them. Mm -hmm. All that means is become informed on who you're buying from, right? right. To some extent. Well, I mean, a good example of that too is at Daytona last year. You know, I wanted a honey, and so I remember Mike Falcon had a table, and he had honeys last year. He had a, the honey stripe. Uh, and I remember the year before that seeing those and being like, man, I really wish I'd grab one of those. And so I was like, okay, I got to, you know, I got to make a beeline for Mike's table in hopes that he has some again this year, and he does. But then he also had that that one called the uh, uh, Ultra Fader, that really mm -hmm. odd, like, vanishing stripe one that I got. And it's like... I don't even know exactly what's going on with that. I don't know what it <laughs> got, but it's so interesting. Like it was so interesting and it caught my attention almost immediately. And he only wanted like yeah. 60 bucks for it. So I was like, dude, throw that in there. Like, I don't know I, who knows what that thing's going to look like in two years, but it's like, yeah. I'm going to find out like this thing's just too badass looking to not, not get it. And it's like, don't know what I'll do with it, but it's just cool. It's cool. It's a uh, cinder, right? No, that's a different one. Okay. Okay. Well, it's like for for honeys. Who who was in that chat that had the? Uh, was it Chris Nicholas that had that crazy yeah. pair? Was it the blood red? Yeah, Chris Nicholas. Yeah, that. I mean, just the two snakes that he posted or that he sent pictures of. My God, the honeys those things will produce. Yeah, I'm third on that waiting list. Trust me. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I better be fourth then. I I, I gotta go text. You better hurry up, man. <laughs> Yo, okay, but also Ryan Farrell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. That's Everything that guy posts. 
Dude, everything. Yeah. Yeah, I text Crispin all the time. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> got where, where did it all come from? I, I thought he was Photoshopping for a while. I know. Well, oh, all his stuff is clean, man. Clean. Clean. So there, there's not a, not a sink he posts that I do not want or just drool over. Yeah. How, yeah. how long did it take you to create that? Yeah. Exactly. Every every time he posts a snake, I'm like, I would give five of my snakes away for that one. Right <laughs> I would. It rem- uh, I, it's literally just like your uh, sun-kissed Amel. Your Miami. I, yeah, like, yeah. Every time I see that, I'm like, it's too beautiful. I can't. <laughs> I, I need to. I need to see updated, <laughs> updated pictures from Justin of that bone white headed email that I sent you. Oh, that what is that thing doing? She's <laughs> a demon. She's Dude, a she's horrible. Demon. Like, I walk in the room and I hear like a thud on the glass, and I look over and it's her just like, cho- like chewing like a zombie yeah. on the freaking side of the tub, and I'm like, this thing down you? down her spine in one little section has a straight line, and the pattern is just shifted on that. Straight line, it's super weird. Yeah, I don't That's know. Like she's, snake, the the bone white head is has definitely faded, and it's more of like a, a phallic colored tan. Okay. Um. <laughs> but so I have I have phallic her, colored and tan. Then... I feel like we, I feel like we could have probably spent a little more time. On that <laughs> yeah. uh, we could have we could have gone with uh, you know so we could have gone with some other forms of tan. I I don't know. I'm sorry. I see it, and I'm like that looks familiar. Can I buy that painted Hobby Lobby? I'm going, yeah. <laughs> oh. You surely have one of those paints for your models there, Chris. I have about, I have a, a few hundred paints in front of me. Uh, so Skin tone just wasn't descriptive phallic. enough. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. I, actually, it's so funny. It literally Lord, says cock tan it. on it, right? I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, no more black and white pictures with the snakes you ship out now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. We're good. To, oh my! Not everybody knows about that. That's an inside. <laughs> that's inside baseball. Not everybody knows about the pictures. One day there will be a gallery filled with with pain shab original art, and it's oh, going to be no children allowed. First, no children allowed. No, no, but it will be a sight. Yeah, if you're a homie and you're getting a, a box from me with animals in it, uh, one. You don't know what you're getting from me, and two, it's going to have some original art. Oh, no. You remember in Superbad when he was a kid and he kept drawing dicks all over everything? (laughs) That whole montage is exactly what you get when you open a box from Chris, like, almost every time. Yeah? What did you you do, guys? He's possessed by some sort of dick demon. Dick demon. You hit hit her foot with your dick? (laughs) He's just shoving the paper in his mouth. Oh man, that's awesome. That's good times. You know, luckily I'm almost forty, so uh, you don't look a day over fifty-five. Yeah, and you probably feel like you're sixty. Yeah, I really do. Life is life is good. Life is good. Life is good. Everything hurts. I have that female. I have so I got that. Um, Ryan Cox sent me that that email buff mail that he got from Phelan, and I kind of got him with her in mind so does that look like the male that went with the high white female that i posted yes. i yes hmm. they're probably related i think yeah i, I have to imagine yeah which those two babies the, the pair that i got from you from that pairing um 
those are still interesting too because it's like the male he seems to be getting more of that pinkish orangish tone to him between the saddles mm-hmm. and the female is keeping a lot of the white so it's almost like like mirroring the parents in a way um i, I specifically paired those because i wanted to see if the uh miami okatee side of him would come out with that high white uh, from smr and it looks like it kind of did yeah dude, that female's retaining a lot of that white and i, I love it I don't, I'm, I like Amel, but dude, like high white stuff is sign me up. Like, yeah. Uh, I like yeah. oranges and all, but for some reason, when it comes to, to Amel's man, like candy canes, mm-hmm. I want, I want white. I want to see, I want to see if I grab this thing real quick. That's why I'm excited for a lot of um, You're right my back. future pairings that are just going to have some some buff on top of them. I'm going to have Amel's and Ultramel versions of um, a lot of that, like Miami stuff, and then hopefully Diffuse on top of all that too. So, Oh, yeah. What's that? Ex- extreme Reverse? Yeah. God. I see. I love what... I love the golden color. So she she has a bit of that... Uh, I don't know. Sometimes that, that greenish hue to it. That those... Uh, Snows get sometimes. Okay. Yeah. So she's They're not the cleanest of... white, but she's not. Dude, that's yeah, cool. I got. I gotta get some of those. Yeah. I was gonna say that's that's like this girl. It almost looks like a fluorescent. Uh, yeah. Dude, nice. that that white saturation is insane. Yeah, she's great. I got her from um, Orlando Diaz Fig. See, this girl. This is the girl that's gonna go to the. Uh, Ultra male boy now, so. Fluorescent, right? What's that? Fluorescent. Yeah, so this is a, a, a this is a fluorescent line. It all fluorescent line is is somebody's line of reverse Okatees, right? Like, yes. And I, and I and I should I should know whose it is, and, and I'm, I probably I don't mean to skip over. I shouldn't talk about that lightly, uh, because as we sit here and talk about the importance of lineage. And where the snakes are coming from. And I'm like, oh, yeah. some, some, some guy spent 20 years making corn snakes look like fucking fireballs. Uh, anyways, but yeah, so this is this is a uh, this is the fluorescent line. And she has kind of that super neat blushing on the sides, mm-hmm. uh, which is one of the things I find kind of intriguing about this uh, line of animals is that you've got this deep saturation that goes into these white kind of in crest geckos we would call portals right and, and then you know the sharp white contrast and this was actually produced uh by my friend kim ball uh from oddball exotics up in uh, up in uh, buffalo new york um but this girl is going to go to or already has been going to ultramel motley tessera uh head anary boy to see see what we get from that that clutch that's nice man that female you have is going to be insane. She's going to be yeah, wild. She's going to be nice. Yeah. What's that, Alex? This is uh, from one of the my first pairings from last year. This is um, a fluorescent Okatee to the Ultramel Blood Red Girl. Nice. So she's a very red Amel. Uh, she's got a little bit of that Okiti influence. But she's also very orange because of the fluorescent. It's a good looking animal, man. 
Yeah. Yeah. I also got bit by the extreme Okiti bug as well. I got like four of those things in the past few months. <clears throat> Do it. I'm oh, my, uh, the, the fluorescent emails that I got from SMR, I've pretty much just started calling them email Okitis. Yeah. Because that, that's exactly what they look like. And I, I don't know if fluorescent, what that is or what, you know, it's an email Okiti is what it is. Yeah, it, it, all it is is just a, it's a, it's a, you know, some say extreme reverse Okiti. Uh, or Okiti. Gosh, I, I changed between Okiti and Okiti and Anary and Anary 12 times every podcast. And every time I do it, Justin looks pissed. I, I thought you guys were messing with me when I came back and all three of you said Okiti. Okiti. It is Okiti, right? Justin, if you literally live there, Okiti? how do y'all say it? You wanted to be. How do y'all say it where so, you're, when you're there? Okay. Here's, like, here's, here's the odd thing about that whole thing, right? So there's a part, there's there's Okati, which is spelled O-K-A-T-I-E, and that is considered like a county near, like right there with Jasper. And then there's the Okiti Hunt Club, which is spelled O-K-E-E-T-E. But I don't know anybody that actually pronounces it phonetically like that. Like I always just call them Okatees. Which just like the whole Maclets thing that everyone gives me such a hard time about with Maclets pythons, it's like I'm saying it the same way. It's just the emphasis on the syllable is not the same. Mm-hmm. Okiti is almost the short form of Okiti, and it's just because Okiti is more clunky and doesn't feel natural to me. Same with Maclets. Yeah. Like I say Maclets. I, I think that's the same thing with Annery. Like Annery is actually produced or pronounced Anary, right? Because it's just like Amel, right? It's not, we don't say Amel, right? We say Amel. It is the lack of melanin. So Anary is the, the uh, lack of Nari, right? Yeah. Um, I always just say Okati, just because that's... I think Okati sounds better, but I'm just going to keep swapping between the two because I'm dumb. Uh, Same. But I, I'd rather just be be ignorant and happy then like if someone if someone says okt like i know what they're talking about i know what they mean if someone says okt i know what they mean like i get it yeah it's like whatever however you want to pronounce it i guess go go nuts yeah Um, yeah somebody says water and water i know what they're saying yep yeah mary waters Mario Kart. Let's go play some Mario Kart, guys. I nobody ever said Mario. Ma- Ma- oh man, Mario Kart. I've never heard that. What? Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Yeah, I got I got family out in Jersey. It's Mario Kart, not Mario Kart. Oh man. Let's go play Mario Kart. No. Mario. Uh, like how they pronounce it in like North Dakota or something. Oh well, yeah, Mario Kart. The, uh, the train's derailing. Anyways, back on the reverse Okati thing. You know, we can sit here and we can, we can pull strings on this. There's Which is kind of cool. You know, we have fluorescent lineage. We have Sherman line Okatees. We have Abbott line Okatees. Uh, we have old school Red Zep line Okatees. We have some of the actual hunt club stuff that Chris Montross is working with that we think is just gorgeous. In the end, these, these are all – so few animals came out of that locality that looked that good that when they did come out, they looked that good. These guys jumped on them and started working on them, working with them, which makes perfect sense. And then we have the actual phenotype of an, of, of the OK, OKD phenotype or the, the Miami phenotype, 
right? These are not animals that are necessarily from there. They're what we think they look like. So when we have one of these crazy white bordered amels, uh, the, the best way for us to kind of talk about that is a reverse okatee. But in all actuality, there's only one gene being expressed, right? It's only one recessive gene. And that's that's it's amel. It's an amel animal. Uh, but Mike, you're right. Sometimes it like gets a little confusing when we start picking and poking what thing we're going to call it. But this yeah. derives back to the original conversation we're having. We want to maintain lineage. We want to we want to promote positive breeding through lineage record keeping. Where do we? We're we're, we're picking and choosing, and that kind of becomes uh, that 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 kind of avoids itself down to elitism right like i'm saying that this is correct because this is how i do it and you should do it the same way as me instead of us all coalescing in a, in a specific way i was pretty uh not only sad but a little little amazed a couple of years ago someone posted some sherman line okatees on fauna and several people asked like what is sherman what does that yeah. mean stuff in the 2000s howie sherman had the best looking mm-hmm. okatees he really did I think he still does. That's, that's why you got to keep the, these lines going. Yeah. And that's, you know, even Tony uh, Tony D, when he was on, was talking about uh, maintaining some of the lineage with this buckskin line. He is still producing these buckskins and still calling them buckskins. And they, they don't look like buckskins anymore. They look like neon, tron, blue, odd, off-color, OKD things that are just, like, amazing. And, it's, and he's like, no, no, those are, those are pure buckskins. And I'm like, see, that's... That's kind of a you know uh, paying homage to that lineage because that is where the lineage is derived from, and they're just sticking with this as the original line. <laughs> I shared an elevator with Howie Sherman at Daytona last year. He doesn't know this, but <laughs> I was—I don't know if I was going up to bar room or if I was going down to the lobby or something. But he got on, and I like held the door for him, and I just kind of like stood there. I was like, it'd "Be really like I want to be like, hey man, I'm a big fan." It'd be really fun. It'd be really weird. So I didn't, I didn't say a word. It was just like, how's it going? He's a, he's a great guy. Yeah. yeah. I know he's like super nice and he wouldn't have, you know, it wouldn't have been weird. He's standing, like this, this he's standing there. Please, please don't let me get murdered. Please don't let me get, please, please don't let me get murdered. And then you're just like, big fan, big fan of yours. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah, how Howie Sherman is a is a, is a uh, quaintly aged, uh, shorter, the new furniture you got looks nice great guy. from the outside, Howie. You smell different when you're awake. (laughs) That was one of the coolest things about Daytona, though, because every time the elevator opened, you never knew who you were going to see. Yeah. And when we were going up to our room the first time, the elevator opened, and there's Phil and Anne Marie standing right there. Just like, oh, hey. (laughs) Daytona special. Highly Uh, encourage everybody to go. Yeah, Christian, are are you going to be coming, or Alex? I I don't think we've asked you before, but are y'all thinking about coming to Daytona? Um, definitely not this year. Maybe next year. I want to. I'll see where money's at, but I definitely want to. You already live in the South, Alex. It's a short drive. (laughs) I know. Down where I'm from? Down where you're from. The thing with me is, like, if I go there, I'm about to ship some snakes back, so I don't know. (laughs) Well, uh, luckily, Reptiles Express will actually take care of that for you. Reptiles Express is there. They're there. Oh, they're there? They straight up yeah. and take your animals, box them up, slap a label on them, and ship them out on Monday. Oh, damn. You, you fucked me up, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. No excuses. That, that's nice. <laughs> and I think they give you like a 15 or a 20% discount by doing it from the show. Oh, that's, that's insane. Nice. That's smart, too. That's smart. Oh, yeah. dude, it's great marketing. And, and they're, uh, 
the, the, the young gentleman that we got to uh, hang out with, Justin, I forget his name. Mike. It's Mike uh, Mike, one of the just neatest guys to talk to, will come trip. up and just, dude, he'll start talking to anybody so excited. And it's like, what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm like the operator of Reptiles Express. I'm like, wait, what? You're like that guy? You're the dude that, like, does all He's like, yeah, it's awesome. And he, you know. It, and it I have... I have gotten the best customer service from Reptiles Express, just un- unsolicited emails from them saying, hey, your shipment's delayed. We're working on it. That kind of thing. That Dude, I, time, I would never I trust just, anybody else. I'll just text the customer service number. Be like, yeah. hey, I got a box that I think might be stuck somewhere. And like, they'll either call me or text me back usually. And just let me yeah. know. It's like, I, I, I said this a million times when I talked about them. Like, I wish I had switched over to them sooner because like, yeah. My experience with shipping, and I mean, I've shipped a lot of stuff, and I've been fortunate to not really have any issues. But the handful of times that things have been, you know, delayed or whatever, and uh, they've been really helpful. You know, it's been one of those yeah. things where it's like it was easy to get a hold of somebody. Um, yeah. They, you know, they they cared enough to sort of look into it seriously and give you a call back and let you know what's going on and like, yeah, you know. And that's not to say that that I haven't had that experience with like SYR or anything like that, because um, no, I have I, like. I, I, I've even had getting really good experience with people from yeah. from SYR, uh, like even calling their customer service as someone who's receiving something didn't even buy the label of the box. Like they were still super helpful. Yeah. Um, but I've in terms of like prices and stuff though, I've I've sh- like literally gone on all the all the major shipping companies and done like priced out a box going to and from that's the same size, same weight to like Corpus, I think is the zip code I put in just to see what the pricing was like. And Reptiles Express beat everybody by a pretty decent margin. So, yeah, there, I, I know, I know we weren't going to deep dive much. I have every shipping company I probably use or received from and have had, have, have had nothing but good experiences. They're, they're all great. Uh, I, I don't, I, I started using Reptiles Express and it was, I think, yeah, I think I got like a 5% discount, but then I met my, and I was like, oh my God, anything this this one human being is part of, I just want to be, I want to support. So anyways, that's, but yeah, Christian, if you go, uh, I fly there. And uh, and uh, I, last year I had a buddy bring snakes back for me that had driven, uh, but my plan was just to ship them back yeah. through Reptiles Express. So if you go and you're going to buy something, uh, they handle it completely for you. And, you know, uh, obviously it's during the summer, they'll put cool packs and stuff like that in there. It's not even a, not even a concern. Yeah, I did not know that was a thing, so you kind of got me going right now. So yeah, I'll never be able to like go to Lee Abbott's table unless I go down there or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, you don't got that in New York. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Dude, well, it's, it's so fun. It's yeah. so fun in Daytona. Christian, drive up to where I live, and then we'll head down together. <laughs> For real, right? He's actually going to drive down to where you are. Down, yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. No, for that it would, it would that for that that actually works because you're you're in New York, right? Well, I guess it'd be yeah. down a little bit. See, for you guys going to Daytona, that's like me trying to drive to Tinley in Chicago. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, I, it'd be easier for us to probably do that. Uh, yeah. It should be that. Yeah, it should be. I, I think Tinley is twenty two hours for me in Daytona because I got to go all the way around the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, Daytona's 18 hours for me or something. I might drive this year. I haven't decided. Uh, and the only reason I would drive is just because I had terrible, <laughs> terrible flight then, experience last time. Yeah. Then return your rental car to Orlando, then drive back to Daytona and then 
Oh, then catch God. COVID no. the next day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot about Ash. I tested positive the day I got back. Yeah, and then I was in North Carolina, just hanging out. You know what I mean? Like Daytona, North North Carolina, yeah. doing my Charlotte thing. Airport sucks. And the Charlotte Airport absolutely sucked, and then multiple delays <laughs> after that. And, and then no, I didn't have to take my rental to Orlando. I had to have a tow truck charge me a thousand dollars to take my rental to, to Orlando for me because my flight had to leave at five o'clock in the morning and it was already one and I wasn't going to be able to get there and get on an Uber and come back. Yeah. It was, that was super cool. Thanks. Hey, yo, huge shout out to Florida. Go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're used to that. You know what you need to do is you just need to take an extra like day or two and then just come back up with me and Jake and then we'll just drive you to Charleston or Savannah and you just fly out from there. Yeah. That'd be cool. I, uh, the Hilton Head Savannah Airport is probably yeah. my favorite. It's tiny. Cool. It's like a singular sort of terminal thing, and everything branches off from that. Like, there's yeah. no, like, mile-long walk from one side to the other. Like, it's small. Savannah's, it's only like a 45-minute drive from, from me, so it's not even that far. And then you're only like four hours from Daytona, right? Not even. <clears throat> That's not bad. Three, at all. like three and a half. It's not bad. Yeah, that'd be cool. I could fly in Friday. We could drive down there, do our thing, come if, back. Like a day me or and if me and Jake leave, like we get there, and like half the time it takes Phil to get to Daytona, and Phil's in Florida. Oh wow! Like it takes Phil like six or eight hours, I think, to get from where he's at down south to Daytona. That's awesome. Huh. It's a shorter drive there than it is to, for us to go to Charlotte. That's a, huh. Anyways, yeah, not podcast stuff. We'll talk about it. We'll think about it. That's something that'd be kind of fun. I'd, I'd like to spend a night, uh, a night and visit with your, meet your wife. So that'd be cool. Uh, anyways, back on the corn snake podcast talk. Uh, watch what, breeders. Uh, watch breeders. Yeah. Is there any, any breeders, you guys in particular, anybody, you know, obviously me and Justin, we've really been knocking out of the park the last couple of years. We're going to make some bangers this year. I know y'all are thinking about us. We get that. We enjoy Definitely. having a fan club. But uh, it, no. it, it goes it goes Justin then you, Chris. Sorry, that's okay. He's taller. He's taller. I mean, it really is. Oh, it's hilarious because I end up getting like most of all the stuff, Chris. Oh yeah, y'all are all y'all are all in my group chat now. I'm sending all of y'all snakes. I literally, I just, I just at some point, I just I put snakes in boxes and I ship them to people because I just I'm not gonna sell them. Uh, I'm gonna breed some nice red corn snakes. That have blotches on them and look like freaking corn snakes. Like a true blooded American. <laughs> this is what the Lord intended when he said Pantherophis. Gutata. Lifey Gutata. This this is a corn snake and then pull, holds up a palmetto. This is also a corn snake. It's like, ah. Oh. Yeah, no, I guess not. it is. <laughs> Caught in the wild. But are there are there any breeders on y'all's radars that have been kind of popping up and, and doing some good work and, and, and you know standing out? I mean, how much how much time do you have? I'm gonna start naming literally everybody. Jeff, uh, Chris, Christian, you go first because I'm gonna be. It's gonna be I, I, I everybody. Like I'm still new to this, so like I'm discovering people that have been in the game for a long time, and it's new to me, you know. Yeah. But, um, but Cloud Colubrids, I, I like Cloud, him. Cloud, yep, I like. He's a cool dude. Track. Uh, I talk to him sometimes uh, through yeah. YG. Down to Earth Cat got some nice breeders coming up, nice quality animals. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's the only really guy I can really think about right now. 
Well, he usually goes to Daytona. Yeah. yeah, he's at Daytona a lot. Hmm. He, had COVID he, last he, year. Some of those, he got some of those crazy pink uh, corns from Abbott, I think the year before last, because he did a video on him. Yeah. He got a nice high white reverse from Abbott. Yeah. Those snakes I remember seeing. These are ridiculous. Yeah, he got, he got some shit. Look, Alex is pulling up his spreadsheet. I don't. I don't plan on adding yeah. anything this year. I want to raise up what I have. But if I go to Daytona, I'm going to Lee Abbott's table first. Yeah. No, actually, Justin, I was looking uh, flights from Harrisburg to Savannah. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'm going to Daytona, seeing what the days are, and then I'm pulling up flights. I don't remember what yeah. it is this year. It's like. They, it it's always like changed. Same it is always is 18th through 20th. Is it? I thought they changed it this time though. It was like the 20th. Nin- through the... Yeah, 19th to 21st. It says. Okay. Gotcha. But anyways, uh, I don't know. Let's see. Breeders. Uh, I got my friends over at Rock Creek. Yeah, mm-hmm. Adrian, who was on last Corn Stars. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe and Melissa over at Black Heart. In my area, um, there's a guy that's kind of in our area. His name is uh, Chris McIntosh. Oh, I've heard uh, it. Yeah, at Enterprise. He, I think he was on Phelan's podcast a long time ago, a couple years back. He works with Buff, and he's kind of who got me into like working with Buff. Like I saw his snakes, and I was like, "These are pretty. I I need this gene." But he's like the buff guy. He's been working with it for years. So he might I, he, around, yeah. I I haven't heard much from him last season, so I'm hoping he's doing more. But I mean, other than that, like heavy hitters like Carol, um, I'm gonna be looking at uh SMR, I'm gonna be looking at, you know, Tony D, um, Lee, uh Trumbauer, keeping an eye on Joe Peck, um their Chris Nicholas, um who else is there? I mean, shit. Uh, there's Burning Ember Reptiles. She was like the mm-hmm. first breeder I ever bought from. Um, that I had some problems just with my on my end the first time I bought it, but I, I'm going to be looking forward to like some stuff she's producing because she always takes amazing pictures and she has some beautiful looking animals. So I can't wait to see what she produces this year. I'll probably pick try to pick something up. Um, just so I can like finally seal approval, really good review with her. So I think she's pregnant right now. So um, exciting news for her, and I, I hope she's a good. Uh, I hope she's a good season. I know she's gonna have a lot going on. So um, I'm trying to think who else. I tell you what, our friend Jeff Bong, he's pro- yeah. producing yeah. some killer stuff. Oh my gosh. That's dude, Jeff's uh, the the lava red stuff, red stuff, red stuff, red stuff on red stuff that he's producing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think not for lava. you guys. <laughs> he's making lava red coat, red factor. Mike uh, says it's for true appreciators only. Yeah, um, I, I, I talked to him. I, I, I've got to get a pair of those this year. Those things are those things are insane. Yeah. Some of the cinder stuff he's got on morph market right now that no one seems to have any inkling to buy is like blowing my yeah. mind, man. Because he's got. I think like three males and a female that are just smoking. Yeah, and uh, corn snaking. Like they they both yeah. imported a lot of stuff from Europe. Some lines. Yes, 
I've Very talked well. to them about about we've been working on lining up an episode with them, and then I I think I uh, I talked to Joe Peck recently, and he's down too. So that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, yeah, Joe Peck sent me that Motley Castani you have. Did he really? Yep. Nice. This is from Corn Snakin. Oh yeah. Oh. Awesome. Red Factor of Sunkist. Boy, that oh, is man. one combo I really love. Is just an Annery Annery Sunkist. Yeah. Some of the ones that I've seen. Yeah, that's, Saxon Corns, I think they're in the UK. That stuff, dude. They have some some Annery Sunkist stuff that's just like unbelievable. The UK is crushing it with the corn snakes. Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Some it's 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 funny because sometimes when I see pictures on Facebook, like in some of the groups, and a snake gets posted, I can just kind of tell them like that's that's from the UK. Like I can yeah. tell that's over in Europe. Yeah, they just they have a different look. They do. To them. Yeah, no, absolutely, I agree. Especially with the pie stuff, in my opinion. Oh my gosh, yeah. like, they got it's crazy. So why yeah. why do we think that is? Why are there so many crazy lines over in Europe we don't have? We're just now getting back into the I, U.S. For the same reason they don't have the lines we have. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just focus. Isolated. It's, uh, it's meta. You know what I mean? Um, those guys are trading hands so much that even the uh, maybe the poultry animals that are on the table at a show, the stuff that gets wholesale, <clears throat> still is carrying some of that lineage. Uh, you know, we we've got some of the most refined Okadi stuff. It's it's shocking. I mean, look at the snake that Christian just held up, right? Like, there's not even red in in, in, in the in the in, there's not even saddles anymore. We just have border. It's it's yeah. it's almost all fully concentrated in just borders. Uh, they don't have that over there. I I don't know if that's what they're looking for. I don't know if that's what they want. Uh, but they're they're kind of refining what they what they have. You know, they had a few guys, right? Uh, or in women, a few people that that refine these these lines. It, you see the same thing in Condros. Definitely see the same thing in, in, in uh, Leonis. One of the problems over there with Mexicana stuff is they started uh, hybridizing so much of the Mexicana stuff because the way they were looking at it, it was all the same species. That now, whenever you're getting Euro Mexicana stuff, whether it be Alterna, uh, you know, we had that amazing albino Alterna that was produced in a clutch that produced like four or five of them. And they were like, oh, well, look, here's the world's first albino Alterna. I'm like, yeah, the same clutch you produce an albino, a leucistic, an albino leucistic, uh, a hypo albino, you know. So, so it's 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 so hard to get animals over there, and so hard to get animals from there to here. Uh, that I, I I'm just guessing it's the refining of, of, of what they're working with, and, and man, there's some cool stuff going on over there. Well, what's what's y'all's thoughts on the on the whole black diamond thing? <laughs> I, I would like a name change, or at least for us to call it something slightly <laughs> different, because diamond already being a morph is yeah, gonna be exists. a little confusing, yeah. and I, I don't really want to say BD, you know, het BD, or yeah, I, I really don't want to put that. Um, I think that other... was a derivative of the melodistic leopard geckos, the black knights, and, and the success of that name. Uh, so I don't know. I just I um, want to see more pictures of them because the the one that yeah. was kind of floating around. I yeah, know, we, like that. I'm, I'm, ex- weird. I'm excited for it. If it's mm-hmm. you know, I I can't wait for 20 years from now when I can get my hands on it. It's gonna be great. Yeah. <laughs> Put red factor. I, I, in it. 
<laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> let's 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 add in all the all the yellow jeans on top of it. See what happens. Right. Hey, I, I yeah, yellow and red with those solid black blotches. Be awesome. I think it's badass. <laughs> I think they look awesome. Yeah. I, I think I'm with Alex. I wish the name was different. I don't get the right to name anything. Nope. Uh, but so, damn, does it look fucking cool? It's cool looking, man. <sighs> I'm on board. Uh, what yeah, about you, what Justin? You what do you think? think? I don't know. Like I said, you know, I just I want to see more pictures of it because the one that was floating around, it just I don't know. The head shape looked odd. It just like the the overall sort of just body tone to it just looked like not a hundred percent corn to me. Not saying that it is not a hundred percent corn. It just I want to I don't know. I just want to see more of it. What about the black rat? Nah, I don't know. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, it, it would because that you you could. That, that could work, right? We could cross the black rat in there and we can make that happen. But it's the melanin, I don't think it's going to work that way. I the, guess I just worry about it sort of falling prey to sort of the uh, like origin confusion like we've seen with yeah. some of the other stuff that's come from, from that side. You know, like the whole Tesla well, thing, like... Did it come from Kings? Did it not? I feel like like until someone gives us straightforward answers that are like 100% yeah. truthful that can't be disputed, it's like, I don't know. You, you've seen the pictures of it, of just Black Diamond. Have you seen the hypo picture? No. That makes it unquestionable that it's a melanistic morph. Right. Good like, the hypo is like chocolate brown. Yeah. The powers, weren't they like Miami phase looking type of snakes? They were yeah. uh, cr crimsons, I believe, or het crimsons. I think I'm they sorry. were. Uh, they were my aunt. They, I think they were either visual crimson. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have been both visual. Was it a visual to a het? They were going to make hypos, is what it was. That's right. Yeah. So, so, so here, neat little little factor on hypermelanism in other species because every time a new morph kind of pops out, the corns. You could probably find something similar in other species along the colubrid line or, or, or along that. Hypermelanism exists in, in California king snakes. Uh, and there's three or four different lines of it. In fact, there's one hypermelanism hyper line, hypermelanin line that is locality specific. So you have your Umensis, you have your Breeze Kings. Uh, but there is also uh, recessive hypermelanin. Um, and it acts a lot like if we look at blue tongue skinks, which have hypermelanism, you know, you have the solid black blue tongue skinks. The thing they found out when they started adding other genes to those is it's not actually a hypermelanistic animal. It's not a solid black animal. It's a saturation of color. So when they started adding in yellow modifiers and red modifiers, they explode with color. Oh shit! So what I'm hoping is that's what's happening with the corn snakes, because uh, again, look at Leonis. Leonis only have one recessive trait. It's been proved out time and time again, and it's a solid black snake. So it's it is a true melanistic king snake that is produced through recessive genetics uh, and variable. And it shows no correlation as a head. There's no head markers or anything, but go to a lot of other versions of hypermelanism. In animals, you get het markers, you get uh, visual hets, you get hets that say this animal is probably a het hypermel. Uh, and, and then, like I said, take the California king snake, it's hypermel, and start adding in 
uh, albino, lavender albino. There's a couple of different strains of albino in, in California king snake. It, it works interestingly like that. Uh, there, there's multiple lines that don't work together, and you start getting your platinums and your uh, and I don't remember the names of all of them, but go look up a, a platinum California king snake. They're amazing looking. Uh, so I'm hoping that's what's going on with the the the, the corn snakes is that this is a hypermel gene that instead of it being an actual uh, just that's what it looks like when you combine these genes. I hope what's happening is it's exploding the chromatophores uh, and we're getting a, uh, a massive amount of additional pigment and that's why it looks black when you see it. But it kind of looks like that might be the case with the hypo animal. So kind of, I'm super excited about it. Yes. Looks nice for sure. I, I was really surprised um, how interested you guys were in that wild caught uh, female that I acquired recently that has all the melanin in it. Oh yeah. It's cool. But, which yeah. looks probably gorgeous as a baby to one to two year old. But, uh, we see a lot of those here that you just kind of like, yeah, it's a, you know, but it is kind of pretty. Oh, yeah, it, it, really cool. Yeah. The, uh, the blotches on the sides and everything are really nice, bright yellow and orange. So hopefully we get some babies from her this year. I want to see the, uh that Cleveland, North Carolina stuff. Um, I feel like that, that has that silver base yeah. tied into Miami would be kind of interesting, whether that does anything different or if it just keeps that, that phenotype sort of rolling. And that silver base is found in a lot of localities here in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, Richmond County is another kind of famous one. Um, that, that's uh, east, just east of Charlotte in the Sand Hills. But uh, those Cleveland County corns have the best feed response of any corn I've ever kept. That's because when they find food, they got to eat it out there. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. And they're so small, which is so weird. Mine, yeah. mine are tiny, and mine are many years old. Uh, they may breed this year. Uh, that's yeah, that, that's that. That's right in the foothills, right before the Appalachian Mountains start. So it, yeah, it's. Uh, not a long growing season out there. Look at that. Look at that silver, though, right? That's perfect. Yeah, that's nice. So, yeah, these guys. And I like the way the saddles are odd on these. These are produced by Chris Montrose. Uh, and I, I've thoroughly enjoyed these animals since I got them from him. He said that they're actually a little tough to get started. He said they, they, these are a little tougher to get going on eating huh. uh, compared to some other. But look at that silver, right? That almost looks like some of the Miami animals we're talking about, but yeah. instead of having red, it's got more of that kind of uh, soft orange. But yeah. Uh, no, and, and, it's, are, and you're not going to find a silver back corn outside of Miami. That's kind of. Yeah. Right. And that's why I think it'd be interesting, yeah. like the South mountain stuff and, yeah. you know, Cleveland, which I guess are, are those, how similar, how close are those to one another? It's, it's the same thing. Uh, Cleveland okay. County, uh, North Carolina is the South mountain reds. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Same, same animal. Um, so yeah, these guys if they if they go this year, I'm excited. Uh, next year, this uh, this I think is actually the female. Um, I, I co I've cohabbed these since they were born, <laughs> since I got them from uh, Montrose. Uh, I've actually had these animals together, and they've done perfect, absolutely perfect. Mike, one thing you said about uh, you know obviously there's been some debates on cohabbing corn snakes and stuff. A corn <laughs> snake with a good feeding response is usually the best corn snake to cohab. Because it's easy to feed it on tongs, oh, it's yeah. easy to separate it when you feed it. 
and, and, and let them do their thing. So uh, I did not brewmate these guys this year, uh, but next year I plan on brewmating them. And if they do breed this year, I'm okay with it. They're they're big enough. Uh, but uh, I will uh, brewmate them next year and probably pair that boy into something else just to kind of start getting that silver color. And how old uh, is that? was kind of saying you can kind of get that locality, some other localities, and really line breed for a really yeah. nice silver red saddled animal. You know, the, uh, the boy uh, who's probably a little bit prettier than this girl uh, paired to that uh, reverse Okatee, that fluorescent reverse Okatee, what do you get then, right? Yeah. You're going to have some, some real interesting looking babies. Uh, now, Justin, this is a three-year-old animal this year. Um, and this is going to be on the same feeding schedule as everything everything else in my collection. So uh, they, are, they are small. They are very small uh, comparative to uh, – a lot of things. I just, that's man. I'm, that's what I'm so curious about is just like tying the locality stuff into the morph stuff and just. Yeah, it's cool. You never know what genes will pop up. I, I want to see it all, and I'm. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm stupid excited because I'm Ooh. planning that come 2024, I'll be able to pair one of the F1 Ladies Islands back to mom. Oh, that'll be awesome! And that I'm extremely excited. I can't freaking wait. What uh? What's what are we? I like that a lot too. Yeah, that's awesome. That's very clean. It's a random wild type I got in a pet shop. <laughs> See, and some uh, of that stuff is what I love the most too. Like I don't know, have a clue what it is, but it it's different. Like clearly, there's something going on. So he's about three years old too, and he's pretty small. That, that looks kind of like textbook Miami Okatee stuff, but that's a gorgeous animal. Yeah. You, you never know what you see in pet stores. Yeah, that's crazy, yeah. That's a damn good-looking snake, man. Thanks, man. That's a, yeah. I mean, that if that's a female, she's probably big enough to breed or close enough. That's uh, a, a male. I got them all. I got a shed tested a while back. I need to do that with that one beaver corn, man. Yeah, I had to do that for him and my sunkins, my first coursemate. I have no idea of the, the sex. See, I don't know. Like, there's the there's the shed thing where they have the two sort of blood spots that you see with females, but then I yeah. probe and it's male, and I'm like, I really hope that I didn't fuck up. I I don't I don't I think you would have known if you fucked up. I right? would like, think I think too, but I'm like, and stuff like that. you look at the tail and I'm like, it seems short. It tapers quick. So I'm like, it didn't like all, all things seem to point to it being a female, but I had it with the, the other, the older ladies Island male last year and got nothing out of them. And I, I don't know if it was just because maybe she needed another year. Yeah. It is in fact a male. Like, I don't know. So I'm going to put that, that had sun kiss male in there and see if anything happens because that ladies on the mail did start doing the twitch yeah but i also don't feel like that's a very reliable indicator because i've i've seen them do that when i touch them with a the hook you know it's i'm all like, the girl this girl was doing it in my hands yeah yeah so <clears throat> I, I think uh man I, he's, I, she's I, built like a like it's built like a female like it's got that yeah. kind of stockier sort of sort of build to it and i bet female dude i've got i've got two i, I got two females that didn't go last year with awesome breeders you know what i mean with their males you know i had enough clutches to want to just hand snakes out for free uh 
some females just don't go right. Like they're they're going to miss years. It's, it's going to happen every time. Uh, so, yeah, I, I I bet it's female, man. We'll see. And it's, you've only tried her once, right? Yeah. Yeah, and last year had had she gone, it would have been her first year. So okay. I don't. She's definitely old enough. I mean, I got her in twenty eighteen. She's okay. tiny, like fresh out of the egg, tiny. And that's mm. that's one. I, that's why I love finding small local corns like that, is because like they look pretty standard, but then like you watch them shed and stuff, and every time it's like, oh it's my cool. god, it's getting better and better and better. Oh yeah. And man, corn snakes really do get better and better and better. They do. Every time. I feel like, like that's, every... that's such an overlooked aspect to them, man. Yeah. It's like... With yeah. pantherobus in general. Because even with bears, it's the same way. Yeah. yeah bears are crazy. You're at Everglades and yellow rats. Yeah. 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 Just watching, watching the corns and rats color up. It's, yeah. it's so it's much cool. fun. Like baby yellow rats, at least the ones that I see here, like they look so stock. Like it's just a rat snake. Yeah. And then just watching that pattern just disappear. And then sometimes it doesn't. A lot of the ones here still have sort of a faint ghosting of those saddles and stuff, even as they get older. Like they still have some pattern to them. It's very subtle, but it's still there. It's nothing like our Lord and Savior Pichiophis Jani. You know what I mean? Right. True autogenic change. That, that, yes. Those are incredible. Too bad you didn't see that one become an adult, Justin. Jake, yeah. Jake has it. I can go visit it whenever I want. Also, I send him <laughs> enough pictures of Jan. I mean, I think he knows. It's I'm constantly posting them things. I love the things. What do you got there, Christian? What, what, what are we looking at? This is uh, a JT honey. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. Silent Hill honey. I should. Uh, I should have a clutch of those this year. Well, it would be caramel, head, cinder, diffused, uh, sun-kissed to a honey, uh, pos-head, diffused cinder. So hopefully – I'd love to make a shatter this year, but I'm excited to just make some of those. See, that's the problem, Chris, is you do all this stuff, and then you're like, I'm going to send you 12 yeah. of these. Do you yes. have the room? And I'm going to be like, no, I don't, but then I'm going to yeah. see what you are planning to send. I'll be like, send it. Yeah, well, now I'm going to send it to Alex and Christian. Oh, yeah, go. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep like ten hold bags. I'm gonna keep ten snakes to sell at shows, and then I'm just gonna send the rest to everybody else. <sighs> okay. I'm looking at empty racks right now, my man. So, Alex, it, you don't get in trouble. I found this to be the case. If you're married, you don't get in trouble when you don't spend anything on them. Yeah, this is true. This is true when because like, when I'm like, when hey, I, you're sending me a box. Well, when I tell people the size of my collection, I'm like, like eight of them were gifted. Were gifted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, you know, it's, you know, and also you get some wild caught stuff and it's like, God gifted this to me. Oh, you yeah. Know what I mean, oh, I was gosh. the, I, I, I was, des- oh man, I was going to He wanted me to find it. That snake's destiny. Trash. Silly animals. Uh, but yeah, okay. So, uh, kind of like we can hit one more topic before we, we, we head out for the night. What do you guys? What? 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 what uh, you know, we, we ask every guest we have on. We talk about trends. Everybody, you know, just talks about Castania. I don't know if I've really talked too much about what I think the trends are moving forward. Uh, but you, you guys are a little bit. You know, I, I think us five are, are pretty well saturated in in, in, in the, not necessarily the social media aspect, but we're paying attention to it. Uh, but if we start with you, Christian. 
what do you think are trends that we're going to see in the next year, up to five years uh, with Corn Six? Um, honestly, I mean, the Palmetto, I think, is kind of like going to be around for a while. They can try to see what they can do with that. Like, I'm not a Palmetto guy myself, but I've seen a few that it was like, I wonder what else they could do with that, you know? Or if, cool if, if they can do anything else with it. Yeah. Other than that, I, I don't know. Yeah, clean it up. Try to get some yeah. more color in there. Keep outcrossing it. I, th- I think that's the answer on palmettos. Keep outcrossing it. Uh, yeah. You you have snakes that are that are genetically weaker, and you're immediately pairing palmetto into them. So let's say we have a, a one of my five gene demons, right? And I immediately paired palmetto into it. Now I've got a six gene demon that also has one gene that is notoriously deleterious you're, you're probably not going to get the best results right there's there's going to be things that are going to happen in that lineage as you start breeding them that, that are not going to be good uh but but I, i'm with you i think there's a lot you can still do with it we just got to be uh patient with it uh yeah, that, that, that's how i felt initially with the pies like i wasn't i wasn't sold on the pie side of it but then i started seeing some pies and i was like fuck i need that man <laughs> badass i i wish yeah. pie sided was a little bit more a little bit easier to work with because it takes two good looking pies to yeah. produce like 15% good looking pies. Uh, it's, it, it's kind of similar. And I, I keep, I always compare it to other genetics, but in, in the, in the leopard gecko world with black knights, you could take two perfectly black, black knight leopard geckos, and you're going to get like 20% perfect black knights. You're going to get a lot of animals that show increased melanin a lot of animals that show that line breeding exists in their lineage, but animals that are just perfect, oh, it's a, yeah. uh, it's a, uh, it's hard to find. Oh man, yeah. So that's a uh, extremely good example. Yeah, I just got this from shit. Snakes at sunset, maybe. Yeah. Okay. They've nice. been posting some some nice stuff. They have a just a regular normal on morph market right now that is really interesting looking. Can't get it good on camera, but it has a nice expression on the side. That's really cool. Almost looks like a like a like a like a paradox thing going on within because yeah. it's pied. So for all, all the people listening and not looking watching, it, it's pied so heavily that the areas that are not pied almost look like paradox, which is which is pretty neat. <clears throat> well, Mike, what about you? Is there anything anything in the in the next year to five years you think seeing rising in popularity or trending in core six? Well, I, I was going to talk about the pie, pie blood reds too because. Some some of those you got coming out are are just incredible. Yeah. So, so to me, so much better than a palmetto. Yeah. So we all kind of feel the same on the palmettos. It's nice white stank with little colored dots on it, but the the pieds are uh, just incredible. The high expression ones. Yeah. Especially as adults, man. Yeah. Nice blood red pied is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually you've got to breed it and line breed it and refine it where yeah. it doesn't take as many you know hatchlings as Chris just said. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but those, those are incredible. And I'd say more locality stuff. You know, as everything's getting developed and bulldozed over, you know, let's let's save some of these localities, pretty corns, and you know, see, see what gene what, what's residing in those gene pools. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, here I got good news for y'all. My snow yellow thing just shed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see if I can. See if we can see any of this yellow in her. 
I don't know if she looks yellow. You can see it. Yeah. Wow. Yeller. It's yellow, right? That's yeah, nice. Like, I, I look at it, and I'm like, it's a very yellow animal. I mean, she even goes further back. Uh, so what are your thoughts about putting that higher yellow stuff like that with something like Halo stuff from Sarah? A- a- absolutely. And, and what I what I almost wonder, is this even related to Halo? Is this the same thing? Am I... It definitely seems to have more yellow than it, because definitely not sunkissed, right? Like we can look at the patterning. We, we I, I know it's not sunkissed. Uh, it is very yellow, right? I don't know. When y'all are seeing it on camera. I, I look, and all the all the belly checkers, everything on the bottom is yellow. It's really neat. I think it's cool. Um, but yeah, and I don't. I, I can I can change the spectrum. I can turn the light down. If I turn the light down, does it look less yellow? No. <laughs> uh but but yeah it's it's like uh anyways that that's that kind of thing that i want to i want to find out if it's select selected pretty that's what you know and, and, and i'm not going to skip over you alex i'm kind of just going in order but but the thing that i think is going to become more popular over the next couple of years uh maybe maybe this year maybe in, in the future is going to be selectively bred uh situations we've already seen it with stuff that that you know obviously you know we no disrespect to the to the four founders of this. Your Howie Sherman's, your your Walter Smiths, your your uh, your, your your Tony D's. But now you got people like JT that you you have this uh, your 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 you know your your Hannibal animals and, and you you're, you're starting to get lineage involved. And I, I think the the lineage animals, the uh, the the locality animals, the refined selective traits. Uh, that's what I, we're going to see as popular over the next. I think. Uh, year or, 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 or future years um but also pied kind of fits in that right like mm-hmm. pied is kind of a selectively bred trait that fits within a uh a a, a morph uh tequila sunrise kind of does the same thing right your tequila sunrise animals and, and, and excuse me for not knowing uh who originally produced those uh but vms VMS. Okay. Then yeah, uh, th- th- those were originally kind of found in Andrea. He found it in a pet shop, supposedly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did have someone on Instagram, uh, one of our our Dutch brethren, ask us to do an episode on mimosa. I. Uh, oh yes. Which would be interesting. Mimosa is <laughs> pretty awesome. Uh, I don't know if we could do a whole episode on mimosa because. Only one person has. We done have to it. drink mimosas while we do it. I hope you know. That. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, only oh, one person sh- has really I'll, done I'll anything give my with the mimosas. A bunch of mimosas. We we have to do it on Sunday when I can cook everybody right. brunch. Hey, oh, brunch. Uh, the the gentleman that that found the mimosa uh, genetics. So mimosa is a most likely uh, going to be in the same line as as tequila sunrise. Whereas it doesn't work the same as all recessive or co-dominant traits. Um, I believe the gentleman that found it, uh, oh, he's, he's got a beautiful last name. He's, he, he's Dutch um, and he, future morphs. Um, he does not, he does speak English uh, and he's done some videos on it. Uh, and uh, He has a website that talks about it. Um, he found it by pairing a hypotessera I don't remember what he paired it to, but then he started pairing stuff back and he started getting these animals that had saturation in the colors. But the biggest call out was it does odd things to patterns as well. Uh, 
So I don't know if it ended up being a, a selectively bred thing or a, uh, what you call it, if it ever got proved at a recessive. Uh, so we could, we definitely do that. We Maybe we'll have a Sarah Moron again and talk about odd genes, odd genetics, things that are. That's yeah, there's going to be some things pop up, up in collections that, that are going to be totally unique um, and kind of like that uh, Tequila Sunrise um, uh, like the one that you're, you've got there that we're going to want to expand on. Yeah. And it's, it, it, those things have to fall into the right hands and, and, and you know, yes. who, who ends up with them. And, and you know, I'm, I'm going to put her with this boy right now. You know what I mean? We're, we're just, we might witness this live. She just shed. Let's see, what Let's see if we can. Yeah, I'll put a quarter in. You can see, the, you can see the, the yellow on both of them, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's, cool. yeah, it's nice. It's neat looking. Uh, I wish I could take pictures of animals, but I'm dumb, um, so I don't take good pictures. <laughs> but I wish I could take good pictures so I could really show it off a little better, because um, because it, it really is a neat thing. Um, but yeah, no. So so Alex, anything anything you see kind of as we move forward? What do you what do you think of our, our trends are? Um, what do what do you think What do you think the future is? Well, I think there's going to be like you guys are saying. There's going to be these like flagship animals that people are going to be kind of trying to get offspring from um i think we're gonna see a lot of people pairing snakes together that are gonna be just like hey i produced this thing i you know clearly i can see some visuals but there's some something else possibly going on don't really know what it is yeah you know i'm i'm keeping some and selling some of the others like and then we're gonna start getting these genes that could start popping up within probably the next five to ten years um as far as like current genes that i think might start kind of expanding and becoming more popular i think obviously honeys have been pretty big ever since i got mm-hmm. into this uh yeah at, at pretty much ever since i started like learning about corn snakes it's been you know sun kiss I'd, I'd really love to see some genes that aren't getting a lot of love start getting love like uh, i'd really love to see terrazzo start getting some love i want to see some terrazzo yeah um i would like to see peach like peach gets thrown around a lot attached to lavender i'd really love peach just to kind of get figured out because like every time i ask people about peach they're like "Uh, you know i can't really tell unless it's you know double visual so Peach and strawberry do that, right? Like peach and strawberry yeah. are these things that they're like, oh yeah, that's strawberry. And I'm like, but it, but is it strawberry? Or, or, is, or it, is it? Or is it red factor? <laughs> is or it is red factor? Red, and you're saying it's strawberry? Is it red coat? I don't know. And yeah, is it red coat? It, it's it's strawberry and peach. You're right. Peach is one of those ones that like mm-hmm. in the world of dinker dinker morphs, right? Like it's one of those ones that. Okay, we saw it in lavender. We probably see it in lavender because the way that lavender actually works in the uh, the chromatophores and the scales, right? Like we 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 learned when we saw a scale as lavender is that it does odd things, uh, which still blows my mind. A scaleless lavender is a normal scaleless coarse thing, <laughs> and so we put scales back on. We got the lavenders, and then we put in peach, and it does this odd odd thing that makes this shockingly gorgeous animal. But then you get peach albinos or, or peach anaries and, and, and peach and other genes, and it it doesn't do anything. 
to the point to where you have to put animals next to each other, and you may get that actual genetic variation in some morphs just anyways. You know what I mean? So Maybe one of the big things that needs to come up in the next five or ten years is actual genetic testing. Because we're looking at these snakes and just kind of yeah. guessing, like, kind of looks like that. It kind of looks like that. It could be that. I mean, we're, we're, we're on our way with that because I think they're doing that. They're starting to do that with ball pythons now. Yeah. Yeah, with the base morphs. Yeah. yeah. Well, And when you have so much variation and a lot of it can look the same, when you have, like, how many how many uh, yeah. hypo, hyp, hypomelanistic types do we have? Like, is it like six of them? Six or seven. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, well, what could could this be? Yeah. Certain ones have het markers, other ones don't. Some of them throw het markers at random times, you know. Well, that it, and even just... even knowing if some stuff is actually the same, we just haven't been calling it the same thing. You know, there's the whole well, like yeah. mahogany versus castagna thing. Yeah, yeah they exactly. look very similar, but you know, maybe they are the same, basically the same thing happening. It just because it was two separate sort of lines, it's it's looks different in its own way yeah and you know if i i think i'm correct with uh strawberry and um hypo were kind of the same thing people kept throwing strawberries and hypos together and making hypo yeah. berries for like years on years and just nobody knew about it yeah so and now there's just lines of well it's kind of pinkish that's pretty cool looking yeah so. where are the ultras Who's working with Ultra? That's like just straight Ultra. Just straight Ultra. Where's my Where is my Ultra Castagna? Right. Apricot. No, that's Ultra Mel Castagna. Where someone someone had one on Morph Market that looked really good. There is an actual. Oh, here. If anybody wants to know, uh, that is how you breed corn snakes. <laughs> let me, let you me put them together you. in a box and you will have oh wait, can y'all see it? I don't know. No. Oh my god, I don't know how cameras work. I'll just hold them up because they're fine. Look, oh my god, breeding. Chris, do yeah, not they, post they, that they, to Facebook, whatever you do. <laughs> there you go, I got some good twitching. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they're, they're locked, they're fully locked up. Nice. Yeah, locked up on Facebook. Uh there, they're locked up. <laughs> there you go. Look at Corsics. Corsics X. And that's children, uh, children know, look away. I know this may be very Really I know uh, when you're it's a when, very when, sexual when, podcast when you're the cream of the crop and, and you make things look this easy, right? You know what I mean? Uh, Lonely up there. Know, I've got the waiting list started right now. Anybody that wants to wants to hit me up right now, I've what's got a few thousand. What's the best email for that? Uh, oh, oh, obviously, daddy underscore six nine six nine at yahoo.com. You know, go ahead, hit me up, get on the waiting list. I'll let anybody know. Uh, you know, I got these high yellow Johnnies, right? They're going. Uh, I will trade for, uh, you know what I mean? Y'all, y'all got some other, you know, some of y'all ladies out there trying to get some good times in, you know, got that much cash in me up, you know what I mean? Some, some of y'all, some of y'all good looking men, you know what I mean? Y'all, y'all got that like. The sharp looking legs, y'all been doing squats, hit me up. You know what I mean? We got some, we got some things to do. Thank, thank you, Snake Daddy. Thank you, Snake Daddy. Uh, uh, anyways, yeah, so Snake, of course, Snake Breeding 101. Uh, put them in the same box. Okay. <laughs> Make them open the box. First. Yeah, put your snake in the box. Cut a hole in the box. No, don't, don't cut a hole in it. They'll escape. They're so good they're, at that. They're so good at escaping. Justin, what are we on right now? Baker's dozen for the month. 
No, bitch. None. <laughs> We're on zero, zero casualties for the month of I haven't had an escapee in months. Thank you very much. That's awesome, man. We all have to... We all have to man, you just stuff. totally jinxed yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. Dude, you fucked up. Uh, but no, anyways, back to what we were talking about, kind of, kind of like more sort of gone to the wayside and stuff that nobody's really done yeah. work with. You know, what, what is, what's a peach terrazzo look like? You know what I mean? There, there's there's things out there. Who cares if it's the world's first? Who cares if you're the, you you make the the most amazing animal? What does a what does a lava peach look like? You know what I mean? There's there's you've got lava, which is kind of coming back into popularity, which I like seeing yeah. because lava really does make a good looking animal. Lava to me shares a lot of re- resemblance with a true ultra, right? An ultra. Uh, somebody somebody's got a noise that's coming through. I think it's you. It's not me. I'm kidding. Oh. Uh, lava has a thing that, 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 it, that it does that kind of looks like a true ultra, which is kind of neat. Uh, true, but then again, what, what is anybody doing with true ultras? Uh, where, when, when are you taking your ultras and actually trying to put those into other morphs to see what they end up looking like? Yeah, lava plays really good with other genes. It's Makes pronounced really- lava. My, yeah, my favorite lava combination that I've seen on Ian's is uh, lava mel terrazzo. Lava amelanistic and terrazzo together, yeah. and the snake that is posted on there just blows me away. Yeah, I kind of I kick myself for not buying uh, one of the terrazzos that VMS had for sale last year about this time when he was going out yeah. of business because I've got these the, the F two uh, he's corns that I'm raising up. Mm-hmm. That'd be really interesting to plug in. Yeah, absolutely. And that, something like that's a great idea. You know what I mean? There, there's a lot of potential there. Yeah. The moral of the story is there's more to life than skills in Palmetto, people. <laughs> But I, I think there's a lot of work to still be done with scales to some extent. Yeah, I, I yeah but, you don't take away more scales. But Justin, right I, Justin, you forget I like money. I could give a shit about money. <laughs> oh, only corns. No, I, I don't have. I up. have Het Palmetto in my collection right now, and hopefully, I don't have any scaleless. I hope oh, nobody I, snuck it in on me. I, I'm not. I'm not completely opposed to having some scaleless or palmetto in the future. I, I kind of told myself no. I, I said no. I, I don't, I'm not going to have any scaleless. And then now that I think about it, you know, as I get the second room built, I, I may want to have an example of that just to experience it, okay. right? Not necessarily something that I'm going to generate projects out of. Uh, I mean, if but, I somehow randomly hatched one by accident, not knowing I had hats or something, like I wouldn't like burn it at the cross or anything like that. But... <laughs> you yank it out of the egg and just smack it on the ground. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Straight to the king snake. <laughs> yeah, king snake. Fuck you. Anybody, <laughs> does anybody want this world's first before I feed it to king snakes? No? Anybody? No? Yeah. Alright. Totally need a line of palmetto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I... The... Het Palmetto that I have in my collection, I'm very excited for because I have a trio of. It was Palmetto to Caramel Orchid. Huh. So, yeah, put that in your pipe and put that Punnett yeah. Square together. That's weird. You know. So, Orchid, uh, and, and I, I try to do this every time we talk about a. a, a Lavender Sunkissed. Lavender Sunkissed. I, I try to do this for, for, the, for some of the listeners because we, we've had people. 
you know, mention back at us, be like, yeah, but what's an ice? You know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah. yeah, because it's not so, like just to mention base morphs. Head, head palmetto, head lavender, head sunkissed, head caramel. And then the palmetto that it was paired with was is head amyl anery charcoal. Yeah, that's awesome. So now there's just all those heads possibly running around. And when I pair the trio together, you know, I, I'm going to get beautiful sun kiss. I'm going to get beautiful honeys, some orchids, caramel orchids, palmetto versions of all of that. So caramel, caramel palmettos, please. I need them. You trio, you bastards, please. <laughs> That's what I'm going for. I want caramel palmettos. That's what I want. Yeah. I want golden scales on a white snake. That'd be uh, I I I don't know if one's been produced yet, but I bet that's pretty damn good. Oh, there are, I've seen pictures of really nice ones. I saw I saw a picture of one, and that's probably one of the three palmettos that I was like, damn, that's nice. Yeah, that's badass. It'd be very cool if like a white sided gene popped up in corns, like the white sided black rats. It was yeah. a nice. It'd be really cool if I took these genetic reverse stripe embryi and paired them into the or Neilamorum and paired them into corn snakes, right, guys? Crickets. <laughs> no, but no, yeah, I, I, I think, I, I think at some point we're going to start seeing white burn in hell, Chris. Stuff like that. Ah, yeah, we already here, baby. You know what I mean? We're snake breeders. We're snake breeders. We're already there. We're snake breeders. My mother once told me, guys, I just want y'all to listen real close about snake breeding and the devil. I just, we got to get into the just kidding. But no, Justin, is there anything, anything uh, spicy you're seeing coming up? You know, I, 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 Besides Castani? Castani and the, uh, the, the likes. But is there just I, – I think you're probably going to agree with me. It's going to end up being something in the selective breeding range. Yep. I don't, really, Actually, I don't really yeah, have a comment. Yeah, <laughs> the the Kasani thing is really interesting because I became interested in Kasani about five or six years ago, seeing some pictures from JMG on the website, and it's so cool to see Justin now so interested in these because there was no interest in them for for years and years, and you, you never saw them. I think it's because we're at a point now where there's so many incomplete dominant stuff where people get sort of the instant results. To where now, like simple recessive stuff, unless it's something that's that's mandatory for a certain combination, people don't want to, and not not everyone, but not in. I don't like to generalize, but when you can get really cool stuff out of a first generation, you know, I can understand why people wouldn't want to have to wait around, you know, three years to be able to raise stuff up and breed it and make more of it, and like I get that, but Mandarin especially, like I have all all those castanias I got from Eric or our head Amel. Um, someone's I don't know who I don't remember who but they've been posting some Mandarin stuff in, in one of the corn groups that's just it gets me super excited to, to do more of that yeah um, that Mandarin the person I got that Mandarin from that, that you have uh, might be making Mandarin terrazzos this year nice and that is uh, I have already explained to them that I want all of them <laughs> just so I can send them to Justin <laughs> but uh yeah, man, man, so so dude, those that Mandarin you got that I sent you is bad. Dude, every shed, man, that thing is just getting better and better and better, better. And, and it's better. Aztec. It's it's got the uh, you know the what is sometimes considered a line bread trait, uh, but the odd patterning 
mm-hmm. on, on the on the, the scoots and saddles. It's insane looking. Which That's going back to, to the, back. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh the going back to the sort of the, the breeder to to watch. Um I don't know who it is, but it's there as Mike Mike's Motley's on Facebook. I've been following him his stuff the last couple of weeks and he's been putting out some just incredible animals. Really top notch stuff. So mm. I need to hit him up awesome. see if he'll come on the show at some point. Yeah, we we're we're, we're definitely reaching and trying to get more uh more guests and, and, and me i'm trying to work on my schedule to get more more time to do this uh but i think i think crew shows like this are going to be kind of fun this is nice i like this essentially corn stars and stogies this is what this right? is <laughs> yep. corn stars and stogies is not live yeah i mean chris has just set the standard by literally having snakes breed during the yeah. show yeah. <laughs> i don't know how we can take some work from the rest of us I wanted to show these snakes to y'all, but the female was a shed. She literally shed during the podcast. I paired them up. This is corn snake breeding, guys. One on one. You're welcome. <laughs> you just got, you know. I wake up in the morning. I stay on the ground. You know what I mean? Y'all ain't moving like me. Now, now, now we're all gonna be like Justin. We gotta do a show now, right now, Justin. We gotta do a show now. <laughs> Chris stays ten toes down. Yo, Pennywise out here trying to say he the baddest motherfucker, dude. You live in the gutter, dude. Chris, you're gonna have the internet coming after you, being like, "I, I paired up mine and I, I got no locks. It took you three seconds." Yeah, Guess what? They're small, and I put them in a box together. I cohabit yeah. for twenty minutes. I'm gonna leave them in this box overnight if they're still doing this because I don't want to bug them. Right, right. Yeah. So hit me up. He'll probably have eggs in the morning. I might even have eggs. Oh man! All I've got to do is say that they were snuggling, and then somebody's gonna like derogatorily freak out. Oh, I, Danielle oh. from Facebook is just gonna crucify you. Danielle oh, my from God. Facebook Dude. is gonna lose her shit. <laughs> I uh, noticed that you're not using a sustainable organic substrate in their breeding chamber. Uh, can't okay. burrow. Do better when do all better. the care when all the Karens come out of the substrate. Oh my oh. god! <laughs> it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good year, I think. It's gonna Snake be a good year for corns. It's it's gonna be a lot of uh, people doing some exciting pairings. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what gets produ- what get produced out. It'll be interesting to see where the uh, black diamond morph heads. Absolutely, I love how you're in the U.S. It's in Europe, right? Top your beard because you're allergic it's... to whatever algae might be growing on top of it. <laughs> hey. But it came out of my Stone Cold Steve Austin ice chest. Nice. Ah, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I almost met him once. Almost. He was he was at he was at the hotel I worked at, and it was my day off, and I went to go visit. Or maybe I, I wasn't working there at the time. I went to go back to my old job to visit, and I was like, "Why is there a crowd in the corner?" And they're like, "Stone Cold Steve Austin is here," and I stopped myself from going over to him because it was 9.30 at night and I checked his Facebook and his Twitter and he was tweeting from the top of the hotel at 6 or 7 a.m. being like, I'm on my third cup of coffee and I'm still not ready yet. And I was like, ooh, I'm glad I didn't bother him. So yeah. I, was the, I would have been the last asshole before he got to the elevator. <laughs> and I did not want it. That so man's an institution in the state of Texas. Oh yeah. my god. He's he's he like lived 
and he should grew be the up governor. Is not far from me. I mean, yeah, yeah. At least he can. No, man, I was about to make a joke. I'm not going to say it on the airwaves, but it was bad. Uh, anyways, Texas my wife politics. is urging me. Is it that time? Bed. It is that time. Oh, get, get her on. Get her on. <laughs> Let's talk to her. Let me say that for Monday. We say that for when it's live. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah that's, that's uh, it will be better. Yeah, we'll yeah. We can edit it out Monday. <laughs> right. I mean, we're already at a two and a half two and a half hour podcast right now. It's She's like, podcast. how do you guys talk about stuff for two and a half hours? I'm like, I don't know. It's like Chris Chris likes to bullshit. I don't get know. A, get a hobby. I'm, I'm the tangent king of South Texas, too. I'll I'll derail this right now. <laughs> you already did. Snakes are already breeding. Yeah, I literally have snakes breeding just sitting next to me. Oh man. Like I, well, I, I see a whole ass hemipene right now. <laughs> just hanging out, just dangling. Just there. All right, guys. Corn stars is ending. Our mini painting podcast is about to start right now. Oh my gosh! I literally have like right here. Like we could just be looking at this Invictor Tactical War suit. Um, and then look, here's another Invictor Tactical War suit. And then I have another Invictor Tactical War suit. I'm painting these right now. Oh my gosh! That way I can have three. That's the uh, that's the uh, that's the limit you can have in, in Warhammer. Um, here's the riders, right? The little drivers. So, anyways, we're gonna talk about mini painting. You're at my desk. All right, guys. This was uh, episode four thousand seven hundred ninety-two. Um, it's brought to Where, you by Blackbot Cages. Yeah, and Silent Hill Reptiles. Silent Check Hill both of them out. Facebook, Instagram, SilentHillReptiles.com, BlackboxCages.com. Alex, where can people follow you? Keystone Corns on Instagram. Mike, where can people follow you? MK underscore Colubrids at Instagram. Christian, where can people follow you? Black Snow Reptiles Instagram. Hell yeah. Now I'm going to go make the dinner I was about to make at 7.30 tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Dinner's going to be cold tonight, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Is it so wings? Then. Wait a second. Is it wings? Not not tonight, no. Oh. It was wings last night. Like that stopped you before. <laughs> Mike is the wing man, dude. It might be chicken tenders tonight. <laughs> oh, boy. Those are even better. Easier to eat. Yeah. Because I'm five. <laughs> Great hanging out with you guys. Yeah. yeah hey, you. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate the invite. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll be back for Snakes and Stogies on Monday at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard. EDT or EST. Apparently, it's a certain time of year it's EDT, certain times of the year it's EST. I didn't know that until recently. So now I don't know what time of year. Whatever. Let's bring forward very soon. That's right. I think Sunday. The 13th. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we will see everybody there Monday night. And thank you. Thank you. Good night, fellas. See ya.